I just want to say for the listeners too, when the camera's on, Simon is so much more well behaved. He's had his fucking feet on the on the table the whole podcast. He was playing with his foot at one point, like <laughs> caressing his toes, like fingers. Thank God we're not sharing joints because this guy, you, like, you forgot to mention when he put himself in the stirrups of the guy. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't. I wasn't gonna bring it up, but yeah, he, I mean, he was sitting up spread eagle at one point, like we, just I'm, not a care. And we're like, we're not even here. Like I'm he's not, at home. He thinks this is a Zoom meeting, and he's at home. No fucking video. Like I just come in and take my pants off. I'm glad. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you do this for the Patreon. Could you imagine Fuck doing me. what he's done? No, I, 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 Simon would be disgusted. He'd be the number one. He'd be number one, Larry David, about it. Like, what are your feet up? This I, is disgusting. I could be the worst person ever. I could oh not imagine. No, it's oh unreal. God. And I, I, I would prefer if he kept his fucking shoes on. At least. It's unreal. I even, I even what, sent out. Did your wife peg you, dude? This. <laughs> This is even, I sent out an email like a month ago. I was like, bring some slippers for the fucking... Kamar's wearing shitty Jordans. Hey, no shit on my Jordans. Like, we'll turn on each other. No. Oh my God. Everything was I, fine. Dude, guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize I was doing any of that. We call that one the pap smear. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like you are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hello, you son of a bitches. <laughs> he oh, was all sultry. He was all sultry. You two, he was all sultry in his intro, and then you call everyone a sons of a bitch. No, you two sons of bitches. Uh, what Hello, we, everyone out there. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. This week, we're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernon's. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamara is going to go over the new patrons. Oh, you know I am. Uh, first of all, we're going to give a shout out to a returning patron, my favorite, Tony Scarboni. Tony! What's up, Tony? He was a patron. He left. He came back. And I think he left a message saying he won't be here for long. But we appreciate yeah. it all the same, Tony. <laughs> well, it's nice to see you briefly, Tony Scarboni. Those make me feel the worst when someone's like, listen, man, I'm in between monies, but I had to come back for one. I'm like... Dude, we're not a drug. Like, go pay your bills, homie. I, I don't know if I want to feed my kid or listen yeah, to you. Yeah. I'm All, like, trust me, feed your kid. Although, in his defense, the post shows have been really electric lately. Well, the post shows are lot, always electric. A, a lot of fire going on. I'm also pretty sure that Tony was like a, a $100 donor at some point. Big Tony. Oh, thanks, yeah. Tony. <laughs> um, hope that doesn't put you out I, on your rent. <laughs> I save most of my ire for the post show at this point. And, no, no, uh, you. Okay, sure. Keep it going. A big shout out to Mitch. Shout out Mitch, my man. I like the one names. You like the Oprah. You like the Oprah type names. I like the Oprah type names, and I like all the Patreons, past and present and future. You guys are the best. You rock. Yeah, if you're on the patron, if you're a patron, you're the fucking shit. Simon, you're you're supposed to be the one who's not distracted by I this. I know, but they're just so terrible. Just All so right. easy to get distracted. Uh, Kamar, how was your week? Oh, man, it was a great week. Uh, a big run of shows at the club. Thank you to everyone who came out. Um, <laughs> 
I did uh, I did two shows at Absolute. Then I did a corporate on Friday, and then a late show after that. It was so much fun. And now you won't be working for months. And now it's all taken away. Yeah, so it was good. But also uh, yesterday I went to a wonderful wedding. Congratulations to my brother Sean and his congrats, beautiful bride Sean. Dominique. And Dominique, congrats, guys. It was uh, it was really cool to get out one more time before you can't do anything, and. Uh, it was at 18. It was very fancy. and oh, That's nice. Felt fun to get out. That was sort of my Christmas party. You were, the, you were in the market. I was in the market. It, it, I don't know the last time it has been 20 years for you since you got on the market, but there's people out. Or oh, there yeah. were people out last oh, night. Yeah. Sort of made me feel like the city's still alive. Well, people are trying to get in their last... Uh, yes, yes. One last hurrah. Last yeah. one, but there, I mean, it was full of Christmas parties of just like hair salons and... There's lots of ladies out last night, but no one was as beautiful as my brother's bride. Oh, how sweet and creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird coming from Kamar. Um, Simon, I'm sure you have a, a laundry list of how your week was. It's written on a subway Thank napkin. Wow, it's not dating his technology. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, his reading glasses. Look at this guy. <laughs> This, this um, quite the fucking spectacle. So I figured much. out that most of the things that make me angry have to do with driving. <laughs> Probably because I drive so much. Yeah. But it snowed. I don't know if you noticed. You know what? Can I can I cut you off real quick? Sure. Do you know what it actually is, Simon? It's deliveries. Yeah, those aren't great. As someone who has delivered many, many things many times, deliveries will make you hate the road 10x. But keep going. Anyway, so winter drivers... <clears throat> Yeah. Um, first of all, I don't, I never agree with Quebec, our ugly stepchild of a province. But um, I agree with them 100% on this mandating winter tires thing. Can't tell you how many people I saw yesterday, like they drive five miles an hour because they can't drive faster than that because their tires just won't catch on one inch of snow. Do you want to know what's really shocking? Do you know that if you rent a car in Ottawa, it is not required for them to have snow tires on the rental yeah, car. Yeah, see, that's just I like found that out a couple years ago. Isn't that insane? Because I call, we rented a car a few years ago, and I had to call them, and I was like, there's no winter tires in this. And they were like, it's all seasons, and all seasons are considered legitimate for... And I was like, you guys are fucking scammers. So I was like, I can't drive the car today. Anyways, they should mandate winter tires, yeah. and they should mandate all-wheel drive in every vehicle in Canada. Oh, I was going to hit that's the agreement I, button until you I got think. to the all-wheel drive thing. Well, why not, man? Like, it, it, we live in a place where half of the time you're driving in snow, and yet you equip your car only for summer driving. That's stupid. And listen, the way all-wheel drive works right now, it's not like four-wheel drive where you're burning an, uh, a lot of extra gas. It distributes um, power from wheel to wheel as you need it. Like, it, it's pretty efficient. Says the, the guy who drives an Audi, this fucking asshole. I'm not a car guy. I'm not a car guy, so it's just I'm enamored. Well, that's by not your, even a car. Knowledge. That's just like, anyways, all-wheel drive. But I, I'm not going to say anymore, um, dude. I heard the. I was listening to a podcast on asbestos. Yep. And asbestos is actually like a huge conspiracy theory that everybody knows about, but is okay with for some reason. Hold on. It's not deadly. What's the conspiracy? Well, asbestos, they knew as, as early as like the 1930s or forties that it was deadly and they kept selling it right up through the seventies because 
And it's actually a perfect example of like the Occam's razor because here's a, there's no conspiracy here of like a clandestine group behind the scenes plotting the world's destruction. Yeah, this is company just has to make money. greed, yeah. pure and simple greed. You know, and I didn't know this, but there's a place called Asbesto. I think it's called Asbesto somewhere in the States. Mm-hmm. And it's because that's where most of it came from. It comes from mines. And um, they have a statue made of asbestos <laughs> in the town square. But like everybody there just knows. A- anyways, it's. Have you seen our cancer statue? Don't get too close. Pr- pretty much. <laughs> pretty oh, and don't much. go on a windy day. <clears throat> anyways, it's just pretty amazing. Did it's, you know I was born in an asbestos mine? You weren't. I was. What are you fucking talking about? I was born in Clinton Creek, Yukon, which is a mining town that mines. And you asbestos. were born inside of the the asbestos mine, like in a shaft, trailer outside the mine. Okay, so a little bit embellished. I like okay. I like that we're getting okay. to know Kamara a little better. I mean, I'm gonna double check that info with his mom the next time I see Ask her. her. She was a dishwasher. Okay, cool. Man. It's close to the mine as possible. Listen, the fact well, that, that he dialed it back so much, it really does. Why Kamara doesn't have a wheeze or anything? Well, no, I'm a survivor. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> I'm a survivor. Sure, gonna affect your brain. You're hilarious. Um, so yeah, that takes care of that. Um, and the rest we can leave for the post show, I guess, man. It was a pretty, it was an okay week. Wow, how good of you, Simon. That's yeah. how it's supposed to be done. The rest yeah. can wait for the post show. Well, I mean, it's good stuff. You would want to hear it now. I'm surprised. This you're not is your. This is See, you're the ultimate salesman too, because instead of just saying, "I'll save this for the post show," which in is in and of itself is like the you should subscribe to the Patreon. He's then like, "Because what I've got for you is fire. You're not getting it on this free show." What's hilarious though is that I'm trying to tempt you to want to hear what I have. It has nothing to do with what I know. Like, I just know I'm going to get to hear it regardless. You're going to hammer it down my throat. You would want it now. Is this your first Christmas rodeo with your new career path? No, because we opened our one year is actually like the 23rd or something. Of December? So theoretically, there were well, two Well, for Christmases. so many years, this was just a crazy, crazy. time of year for you. It's and not and no like longer, yeah. Not the same. I mean, and you enjoy that? I mean, yeah, it's, ni- it's nice not to depend on like the time of year to. It's true. We never like seeing Simon in December was impossible. And he wasn't in a good mood. No, that's true. No, he was and never- just being like in a, in a business where you depend on Christmas. Yeah. Like that, those whole four months leading up to that, and, you know, it's just all shit, yeah. shit. I mean, it's not good to be in any business where you depend on anything, period, but. Except sales. Everyone depends on no, sales. No, that's what I mean. Even people don't depend on people. Well, it's better if you can just, you know. Apparently on the 24th, there's going to be more of a lockdown. Oh, Kamar, if you look at We're how getting it locked down last time. This is almost identical where they said, oh, we're going to give everybody the last couple of days before Christmas. And then everybody <laughs> cheered. And then as we were locked down, oh, the kids weren't going back to school. Oh, here, you're just going to have two more weeks and two more weeks they're, and two more they're, weeks. They're sort of, this is an Excuse me. reprise for business. This looks exactly the same to me. And I was, I mean, I was under the, I've said it a million times. We weren't going to get locked down again. And I, 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 I mean, here's, down again, so. here's the sorry, real quick. I, I think they have a problem, though. They can't. I don't think they have the money to lock us down because they're going to have to start paying CERB again. And I don't think they don't have the money like they just make the money. <laughs> what do you mean? They don't have the money. Well, I'm just saying I don't I don't see it going that way this time. Uh, I, I forgot one thing about my week. Uh, but first of all, uh, this is the fourth lockdown. It's too late now. 
This Where is probably the fourth May? lockdown, I believe. Of yeah. the first three, which one do you think was the most effective? Well, the best one was the first the, one. The first sure. one. That one felt one. great. But uh, yeah, I forgot it was to like say. A vacation. Yeah. All the uh, audiences at the shows were super young. And I was talking to some kids on Saturday night, and they were uh, there uh, illegally. They had all fake passes and stuff. Fake and, IDs. And, and to you, go to a comedy show? No fake vaccine passports. Oh. And uh, all these young people do not give a fuck. Like, they, they, like, it's like we're living in a different reality. Well, I mean, that I, I right there. I thought it was interesting. I could have ratted him out, but I don't want to be that guy. No, you don't want to dry snitch on anyone. You're not a fucking... I mean, that right there shows you that none of this is going to work anyway. That's why we're locking down. People are undermining it like there isn't the... Right? Um, yeah, in a time where they can make an algorithm for just about everything, no tech is safe. Well, there's no tech involved. They just have the like a vaccine paper. vaccine passport. <clears throat> Dude, first it, of all, you just have like a, a lot of them just have a paper. Well, most people just have it on their phone and use it. And you saw the whim of someone who doesn't even want to do that. Like, okay, fine. I saw something like, well, you, this is, you know what I mean? I, I haven't been going out a lot. Son of a bitch. I'm but. glad you brought this up, Kamar, because I was saying it the other day. Joe keeps talking about showing papers and he keeps saying it as if like, like the Nazis, right? And I'm like, the big difference is this. When the Nazis were like show papers, they the papers. it was cops and military checking the papers. Here, when someone's asking for your papers, it's a minimum wage 18-year-old who doesn't give two hot shits. Like, I guess the point is, this is how it starts. It starts with some zit-faced kid asking for it, and when that doesn't work, if they really are trying to you know, enforce sure. a mandate, I understand, but I it just goes escalate. to hired guards, and then you know how that goes. Yeah. Well, we there are where we are, and what are you going to do, but uh, adapt and overcome. How was your week, man? Um, my week was, uh, I don't know. Bit of a letdown after being in the Sin City for a week, no? Well, it's funny because I, I at least, you know, knowing that we're going to get locked down again, I was like, it was nice to get up and go somewhere. One last. It really makes me wish <laughs> I had spent can. the extra couple days there because, like, my family got back Wednesday. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's funny because my mom loves traveling and she was like, I'm not, we're not going anywhere for well, quite you, some time. Oh, well, yeah, the parents, the parents I was talking to, uh, bride were like thinking of going to Grenada but the this, this not knowing what's going to happen if you go someplace for two weeks you may spend two weeks in quarantine so yeah. and it just, there's, there's no uniformity anywhere so it's better just to stay put for now Mary has a friend that flew to Mexico landed in Mexico was randomly tested tested positive and now she's stuck in a hotel room for two weeks when that two weeks is up she'll be retested hopefully tests negative and then we'll be sent back to Canada immediately yeah that doesn't sound fun no Probably all on your dime too, right? Like the individual who has to be. Yeah. Uh, I hope not. All right. Well, let's uh, run down the guests. Joe's been Joe's been doing us a Christmas favor. Light work in December. There is a bee in his bonnet, though. Uh, He's on vacation again. I doubt it. I think so. Maybe uh, there were three podcasts this week. One was an MMA, which you don't cover. And I was thinking, if you listen to these two podcasts and really enjoyed them, you either get your virginity back or you are a virgin. We start with a 1747, Dr. Peter A. McCullough. And then we have 1748, Beeple. Yeah, <laughs> not a great week. Not. I'm not joking, guys. I'm not making this up. This, I'm just reading what, what was yeah. written. Beeple, by the way, is named Mike Winkleman. And he has the most Wisconsin accent. Well, we'll get to him. Let's uh, take care of the serious business first. I give the week, uh, I don't know, a two, a generous two. Yeah, I think a generous two works. I'm going to give it a one. 
Kamara's going with the one, one. and done. The it not really, so generous one. It's really not been working for me. I don't know, man. If that if the first episode is um, accurate, that should get like a pretty hefty score. No. Well, we'll get pretty, to him. But who cares? We don't want to talk. About, like I, just, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, no, I agree. But I would have to give it. I don't know what to do. I, I'll give it a two. Okay. Well, let's get into the first one. 1747, Dr. Peter McCullough. Uh, this was a real problem for me. Because Cause it was too much bias of things you believed. Well, I listened to it, absorbed it, you know, grain of salt, and then um, somehow managed to bring it up with the bride's father, who's a cardiologist, and just it did not need to do that. You know what I mean? Well, especially because you could never give the information I, I, you were but trying I'm, to I'm trying to half-ass it, and he's just <laughs> sending me down. I'm like, welcome to the family. And just it, not this week. You not. Not, not this week. week. Not you know this I mean? week. <laughs> so did you start a whole thing? Is that? Uh... No, he, he, was, he was like, a, um, he's from the Caribbean, like really cool, like. He didn't talk down to me, but he just sort of... Yeah, he was trying to... Scoffed at everything I said. <laughs> you, yeah, what, course, did, yeah. what did you say exactly? I tried to put together. It's like, have you ever heard of taking uh, water down peroxide and cleaning your nose out? And he just sort of laughed at me. It, 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 it was a fun exchange, and he entertained me, but I'd be better off had I not listened to this podcast and uh, just gone on with my life. So I would like to say this. I think this needs to be out there right off the jump. Uh, I think this... See, Joe does himself a disservice by also not ever mentioning this in like any preamble or postamble. Everything I said about the association that this guy's a part of, that he heads, is true. So he heads a, what is it, the AARP or something? I can't remember. There were so many acronyms thrown out this. Uh, they are a right-wing medical group. They believe that HIV does not cause AIDS, um, that the gay lifestyle is actually what kills you quicker, has nothing to do with AIDS. Uh, they believe, what was the abortion one? Uh, oh, abortions cause breast cancer. They believe that. Now, again. And you're sure about this, Matt? Yeah, I dug deeper. What's this guy's name? Uh, Dr. Peter A. McCullough. Well, if A, he's a Fox doctor. Well, yeah, that was apparent when he kept saying, you know, he I went was? on Tucker Carlson. All he got yeah. was Tucker Carlson. Uh, what, what's her name? Peter A. McCullough. Not Aaron Andrews. Oh, okay. Anyway, he, he My, only references Fox journalists. My point, my point was this, is I think you need to know that. Now, again, just because he heads it up, they also don't believe in climate change. Just because he heads up this association, I guess if you want to give him the benefit of the doubt, it doesn't mean that he believes everything. He also sounds like he's a staunch Christian. So can I, yeah. can I just read you the Wikipedia? Because this is so weird, okay? This, sure. And this is where I'm like, well, I don't know what to fucking believe. Okay, this is ahead. Wikipedia. But do you see why I wanted to bring this up? Peter A. McCullough, yeah. American cardiologist. Mm-hmm. Peter Andrew McCullough is an American cardiologist. I'm sorry. Puts on his glasses. He's got his readers that's, on. That's for the... <laughs> <laughs> he was vice chief of internal medicine at Baylor University Medical Center and a professor at Texas A&M University. All fine. And then, I don't know when this was added, during the COVID-19 pandemic, McCullough promoted misinformation and falsehoods about COVID-19, the COVID-19 vaccine, and COVID-19 treatments. I mean, that's on Wikipedia. Yeah, I know. Okay. Sure. sure. Well, anyone, I could have he written decided, that. I could have written that 10 minutes ago. My point is for everybody who searches that guy's name, that is the first thing that comes up. Fine. Well, why don't you scroll down and find I'm, the association I'm, that he I'm heads up to. and then click on it because they have some, uh, my point though is like, you know, I, 
let me give let me offer an olive branch as well. I thought that Joe did an incredible job this podcast. He his bias didn't um, shine through. He asked the right questions. I felt like he pushed back in areas where he should have. He wasn't just like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, again, Joe is, you know, smarter than I am, but not smart enough to have that conversation with this guy where he can push back hard enough. You know what I mean? But I thought uh, he did a good job. I, I think the problem, though, is I would have been happier had he sued somebody Joe? and couldn't talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Had he had a lawsuit pending, he'd have to do none of this. But this is like a super passive aggressive way of like continuing this is everything we hear right or wrong. And I, I, obviously, you guys, I, I understand what Simon said. Like, I was like, yeah, exactly what I've been saying all along. But I can't disprove this guy or back up anything saying so. And then when I try to regurgitate what I thought I extracted from to a, a doctor, for fuck's sakes, I sound like a retard. Yeah. So it's just, this is useless to me. This would have been interesting a year ago, possibly, and maybe a disservice to me because I'd be way more passionate. Or, But he wasn't anti-vaccine. No. No, he said many times I've gotten vaccines and given my children vaccines, but then in the same breath said, well, and if you got the vaccine, you're going to die. So, <laughs> Well, there's a chance you could die. Uh, I thought he did the best job. I've never seen anyone on our news say it, is what the what COVID does or, or the, the three components of COVID, which is bioreplication. So that means it gets in you and, and reproduces itself. Yeah. Cause inflammation, the yeah. swelling, yeah. and thrombosis, which is the blood clots. So it's like a three-part... I can't effect on the human body. And I don't think anyone ever just, you know, rather than just call it COVID or this virus like that breaks it down to, to what it does and how it's detrimental to us. The, the putting the iodine up your nose or whatever he was talking about there, um, which w was, I assume what Trump was probably trying to say <laughs> at some point with the, uh, whatever. Yeah. The, he um, suggested you bleach in your lungs. Right. I I'm sure the idea was the same. Again, him saying that on here without giving like good information on how to do it safely. Because it's got to be watered down and you can't ingest it. There's a lot of people who are just going to fucking put iodine right up their nose. You know what I mean? That's the problem. And I'm not saying it's not true. I'm saying when you're, when people are starved for kind of anything at this point, people who are, aren't vaccinated, I'm sure are looking for ways to protect themselves. Well, and they're like, I saw this guy on Joe Rogan. He's Trump's guy. I got to just start putting peroxide up my nose. Like I, again, I'm not saying it's not true because if that is true and that's a good protocol you can do at home, mm -hmm. there's money to be made by Pfizer making a kit. You can do that at that, home. That with, is like, watered down the right way. So I'm, I'm. I don't really understand this. Like Pfizer's in it to make money. There is no fucking doubt about it. I don't know if you guys listened well, to I, Lex this week. Well, he, had the he interviewed the, the president CEO. of Pfizer. Yeah. It was the most fucked up thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's crazy. It's it was crazy. It was only an hour. Well, I did some digging though. Can I? I didn't know this, and I don't know. I don't think you guys knew this either. Um, vaccines are a, are not a money maker for drug companies. Did you know that? Well, this one definitely is. This is one of the first. They say that predominantly vaccines are a losing operation because so for them. so much work goes into testing them and not that many are sold. Apparently therapeutics is where they make the large sum of their money. Now, again, that would be the argument that, well, we just keep giving you this. You you know, you become, I don't want to say dependent, but like, whereas a vaccine, you know, you, you take once. 
Well, listen, it's not impossible. I think we can all agree and feel free to hit the button here. Um, Drug companies are evil. We have an agreement. Thank you. Thank you, Matthew. But that doesn't also mean that they can't do good things. Those two things can't. Do you know what I mean? They can still do things that will save children and at the same time kill adults <laughs> like there's no well again there's i mean nothing to say that can't happen well we, we mentioned this before where joe's talking about ivermectin and it's like merck makes ivermectin so if you want to sit there and be like this drug is super safe four billion doses given out only like four cases of side effects merck made that drug it's a very cheap drug though that's I not guess. the point my yeah. point Merck is that probably has done something else wrong of course they have we know they we somewhere. know they have but my point is so they, they did the $100 million to settle, but they also created ivermectin, which, you know what I mean? So it's, Well, Pfizer, I found out from this thing. Yeah. With the... With he, Lex, They've yeah. now made a... You get COVID, take this. It's like a five-day treatment of mm-hmm. some sort of drug that they've made that they say will... But what I want to understand, I haven't watched it, just your initial take, you were like... Oh, this guy's good or this guy's... No, first of all, he has like the thickest Italian accent or some accent. So it makes him sound evil right away. You know what I mean? Like they picked the absolute worst dude to be the CEO oh, of that that's company. Fucking the, great. I didn't see what that's he looks incredible. like, but in my head, he has like, you know, a hand made of like gold and diamonds, like the infinity glove. Yeah. And he was sitting on a big, big chair stroking a, a big white cat as he spoke to fucking Lex. But no, it's ridiculous, dude. Lex would ask him like, "So, is the vaccine safe?" What What the fuck is the G- or the CEO of Pfizer gonna say? You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like um, a he's like a money guy. Lex says, "So, uh, people ask me to ask you some questions. So, Joe Rogan wanted to know: um, Is Pfizer only uh, out to make money?" Of course they are. <laughs> no, I know, but a ridiculous he question. is not going to say that, man. He is going to have some politically correct... You need, a lawyer. You need correct. a lawyer to question him, to trap him into something. I just... Yeah, I mean, I don't think... It wasn't a real conversation. It just wasn't a real it conversation. Was, it was just a... It seemed like a public promotion. service announcement for so that we you are out. not evil. That bummed you out on Lex. I don't know what the fuck is going Lex on Lex. should have interviewed like a head scientist over there or something. Well, don't interview anybody if you're not going to get somebody you can actually talk to well a suit's not going to help well a head scientist isn't going to help either they're under all sorts of ndas like you are not going to get what you need right now don't try but if you had okay fine if you did a joe rogan thing where you had the suit and the head scientist on so that the suit could be like you can't answer that for because there is stuff that you can't answer right not even for nda (laughs) reasons but for like ip and Anyways, it's listen fine. listen to it. It's only an hour. It's okay. a really quick listen, but it, you'll see right away. You're like, I can't give this more than 20 minutes because this just seems stupid. Mm. Now, what about the end of this podcast when he starts throwing shade on Sanjay Gupta? And around the same time, he also said he'd happily debate anyone. Do you think him and Sanjay should come on Joe Rogan and fight it out, debate it out, whatever? I mean... Because that's what we've been saying. It's always a one-sided discussion with joe not joe's a moron self-admittedly so i don't want this guy and sanjay gupta on then it's listen this thing's already politicized to hell you're gonna get cnn's top guy and fox's top guy to go at it on joe rogan like kind of circus are we having here there should that's a circus so him and pierre quarry quarry are pretty much the same but he made a point to say they don't work together but they came to the same conclusions 
when Corey was on there, he was too um, conspiracy and it made it seem like maybe he was unhinged or something. This guy was much more measured. So he I'll give him that the right FDA away. Of, conclusion, you know I mean? of collusion. And, and listen, I, they probably did collude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, the FDA is terrible. Does, does like it, they have a bad track record. If you, that's why when people were like, if the FDA approves it, then I'll take the, the vaccine. I was like, you obviously don't know anything about the FDA. Cause they're as crooked as the fucking day is long. The whole thing is crooked. The whole system of pretty much everything is in the United States is crooked. Like the the way their government works is meant for like bribes and pushing forward of agendas. It just I don't know if you're ever. Anyways, that doesn't really matter. It it's, does though, because if you look at Rome towards the end, um, this it's the same shit. I don't it lines up perfectly. It yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, according to Joe, everybody's changing genders, and then next thing you I'm know. not even talking about the gender. I'm, if you look at Rome, the way it was, was all the rich people had all the power and could influence all the change, and it ended up ruining the empire, because you then have this fucking, what is well, it, oligarchy? Well, you had Spartacus revolt, and then the gladiators became the... Where do the Gauls come in? The Gauls were always there. They took over Gaul. The Gauls were fighting the Romans. I told that joke to a German guy the other night who was at the He show. loved it. No, he looked at me blank uh, in the face. Jesus he did not know what I was talking about. <laughs> and I, and I asked him, it. I asked him, I said, has it ever crossed your mind to like dress up as a Nazi for Halloween? And he looked at me like I said, do you have sex with your mom oh, on a regular that's basis? That's the stupidest question. Well, you're Prince, forgetting Prince too. Did it. You're forgetting. Yeah, oh, he's no, not they're German. Like, it's illegal there. That's what I'm saying. In it's, Germany, it, yeah, that's not even a thought. They're no, like, nobody would do it thought. here. Why on earth do you think someone here would, would dress do it as a Laden? Maybe. Anyways, I, no, but nobody would dress as Hitler. <laughs> I would. Um, no, you wouldn't. I don't know if you would dress as Osama bin Laden because it would just come off like you're dressing like an Arab. Yeah. Like you'd have to, there's, there's nothing very specific about Osama bin Laden. But we're not Laden. talking about it. Osama bin Laden and Hitler, it's not the same comparison. No, but you could, you could then uh, dress like Mao or um, Stalin. People let yeah, you probably Mao, could. I mean, I don't think you should, but no. I don't think you'll get the same kind of hate. Uh, just, and it was just for Halloween, just because it's like, you're supposed to be something bad, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Anyways, back to, back to Peter McCullough. So... It's funny though. Halloween, you're supposed to dress up as something scary. Hitler's pretty scary. That's all. That's all I'm saying. A methed out German I'm, who wants to kill I'm, Jews, I'm blacks, and gypsies. To like, propagate that. Yeah. I just, I just asked him as a German, like he said, "Yeah, I thought about it, but I would never do it." But no. Oh, he, that German accent is offended. on point. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Simon. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I was just thinking, like, do people dress up as serial killers? I mean, sometimes. Oh, yeah. Charles Manson is definitely a fucking one hundred percent Charles Manson. Lame. I mean. He was a CIA op, so really you're just dressing up as a CIA agent, so that's probably okay. But. That's scary too. Uh, yeah, that is scary. Um, so back to McCullough. I mean, I didn't know what to make of this episode because... Well, the problem I, is... Again, if what he's saying is true, yeah. it really does feel like they're trying to cull fucking cattle. You know what I mean? Well, that was the most poignant part of this podcast when he said that it was a mass formation psychosis... And he outlined what that basically means is you start with prolonged isolation. Check. Then you have a loss of things you enjoy. Check. Uh, then there's a constant Rolling. there's a constant anxiety because of media and stories going around. Check. False news. And then the authority calls you one single solution. Vaccines. But 
what I was thinking. He, <laughs> Thanks, Alex Jones. He said it all, man. I didn't do the research into like, <laughs> is this documented? No, he, he just made it up to uh, fucking, uh, he made up four steps course. as the pandemic. But now on? you could reverse engineer that and just say, look, this is what they did. You, yeah. Do you, do you know what I no, mean? No, but did he do that? I don't know. But it's, it, it, <laughs> at, that, at that point in his podcast, because my feelings changed. At that point, I was like, oh, fuck. He's lifting the veil. We're finding everything out. Because he, in the beginning, was against saying conspiracy theories or whatever. But as it went on, he was like, oh, it's all a conspiracy. Like, he devolved as he got more comfortable, maybe. I don't know. The whole time I was listening to him, I was like, okay, if I had had this information when I got the vaccine, would I still have gotten the vaccine? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? That was kind of this internal dialogue that was going on for me the whole length of this podcast. I think I still would have got it. Because either way, I got to believe somebody. So I would have just gone with the vaccine, I think. Either way, you know what I mean? So luckily, or not yet anyways, you know, I haven't grown a tail or something. (laughs) But um yeah, I just don't think it would have changed because I would have just had to put so much faith in this guy or these group of people who maybe they're right, but maybe they're wrong. Like, who fucking knows? Yes, there are conspiracies everywhere, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Yes, the drug companies probably did this to make a lot of money. Does that mean that it also didn't help people? I don't know, man. Like, I have no fucking idea. So I'm glad I don't have to make the decision for a young child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to make it for a 17 year old kid though. You know what I mean? Which seems to be the biggest group. I of- thought, I thought that that was interesting that he said, and again, I can't check any of this, but he said statistically the vaccines more dangerous to a young person than COVID is just based on their, um, immune system or, or whatever it is. But that's was his sort of take. And uh, Joe picked him up, said Sanjay, Flip that up, but again, I can't check into it. Yeah, I mean, I mean that can only be backed by numbers, and the numbers would just have to be have more young. And this is why there's not enough data. Well, no, let's say, but now that I'm thinking about it, if you do want to use the data we have, he's probably wrong because that would mean that more kids in that age have died of the vaccine than have died of COVID. But the only issue is that they've just started doing kids. Like, I, I would think you need a year. No, and I, I agree, know. but that's why that's why he that said statement it a week after. I don't know. That's why that statement seems uh, a bit egregious. There were a lot of statements I thought he made that, like, if they're true, great. Let's get them out there, but let's make sure that he just flippantly said things that. And and Joe was not having Jamie fact check stuff or slowing down like he's done with say well, Alex Jones or because something. I felt like. This guy didn't need to be checked. He didn't come with a bunch of like, like remember what's his name from, um, shit, what was it? Came with like a compendium of. Compendium, sites. look at this guy go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things yeah. he said and where you could find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was terrible. It was a terrible podcast, but like that guy obviously wanted you to check his work. Yeah. This should have been the exact same way. Everything this guy said at the end, Joe should have had a place we could go and check. Click, 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 click. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that would help. That, a lot of uh, I think you got it. Well, no, this isn't on YouTube. Like YouTube, that's very easy, just to put links. You, you know what? It's easy. It's it, just, it, just it wouldn't be a lot of work for yeah. Jamie. Come on, like, come on. Oh, I'm telling you, if it I, is someone, hire another fucking person, your Joe on, Rogan employs Listen, seven people. I'm telling you, I could, I can add fifty links to our Spotify 
like in the notes that no, you can no, no. Click I, on. I, I mean, adding the link probably isn't a lot of work, but like really finding the spots it. where you have to. No, well, he would have to come it. with those. If I, that's you can't oh, put yeah, Jamie that, on. That's that. true. He should come with them. Yeah. Exactly. You're you're absolutely right. I mean, listen, my, I'm always weary of someone, especially a doctor, who immediately comes out and is like, "This is my resume." It just, I don't know. That was the one thing that really irked me about him was that he was like, I'm the most published. I'm this, I'm that, I've done this. I'm still like, I don't know. It just... It did the opposite for me. I thought, okay, this guy's legit, but just hearing the whole... I think you're whole, supposed to do that though. Sorry, come on. Just well, we know you're accredited. You're a doctor. Yeah, no, I know, but I like think if you're... a doctor you're, from Trump University or something. Or um, like doctor, what's his name? A doctor of uh, chiropractor that fooled us for a really long time. And that's another point I was talking to Matt about. Most of the time, Joe does a really good job of checking his guests, and I'm not saying that this guy isn't credible. But we've also seen Joe be fooled, and I don't mean like one time. I mean putting a lot of trust into a person, talking about him, quoting him for years, uh, Kessler or whatever his name it's is. It's easy to be fooled, though, when you're hearing what you want to hear as well. But this is why I brought up that shit at the beginning, Simon, because if Joe had done any background research, he could have been like, well, listen, you know, a lot of people are going are gonna to call you on some stuff because... You're part of this group. Like, do you actually feel like, right. because if he asks a few of those follow-ups right. and then all of a sudden the guy's like, yeah, I do think abortion causes, can up causes breast cancer. Then all of a sudden you, the listener can go, okay, hold you know, on. You're, hold on. A, you're absolutely right, Matt. It was like when he had the, um, Epstein's cook on and failed to mention. Yeah. That you don't bring Epstein's that up. Cook. No, you're, you're absolutely right. That's what should have happened. You should get that shit out of the way. So then we can feel better about taking in the information we should have um i just forgot what i was gonna say and again i'm gonna give joe the benefit of the doubt that joe doesn't know all the things i said that joe's just like this is an accredited doctor that someone sent my way you know what i mean no well, no i remember now sorry he said if you get vaccinated you will uh, come up hiv positive i thought that was he so, said some people did so we should all get an hiv test and if we come up we know we've been vaccinated I, this has seemed the most far-fetched thing ever. What, what were never you, heard anywhere. What were you saying before that, sir? I can't remember. My bad. No, no, there's no bad. What are you talking about? Um, I was talking about how Joe should have asked the questions. But Joe's a moron, so he can only do what Joe Well, no, do. and then I said, I give him the benefit of the doubt oh, in yeah. that Joe, Joe might just not know. Someone might have sent him this guy. I don't like your benefit of the doubt. Because it's not okay for Joe to just say, oh, I'm just a comedian this is a doctor on, I'm just, he's a no, we're just making jokes. No, no, that's not what this is. Yeah, You, he's, he's you have to this. do your due diligence. And again, I'm not saying that this guy isn't who he claims to be or whatever, but you have to do your due diligence. And that's a disservice to everyone who listens to Joe because we count on Joe to find the people who are credible. Well, the big problem is this, is that if everything this guy's saying is true, so let's give him the benefit of the, that it's all true. To me, it's still shrouded in this, like, this guy has some other weird fucking, like, like, if he believes all that shit, you know what I mean? It's, it, I don't know. I'm surprised he didn't say prayer was one of his therapeutics. Like, if he, <laughs> if he was a flat earther, but still believed all this stuff about the pandemic, can you still? What about dinosaurs? Could ask him that. <clears throat> like, this guy was a Christian doctor. 
they didn't that's get a into, great question they, yeah they like didn't get into this. yeah like if he says to, anything like if that. joe just off the cuff goes like well yeah i mean seven thousand years ago and he goes no no we there we only Sir, you mean three thousand thirty five hundred this is what i'm saying like all of a sudden you're like hold on wait wait i'm putting peroxide on my nose you know what i mean dude you could been you could have been over the sink with peroxide about to like snort a line of peroxide and then you hear this guy go no no two thousand years ago and you're like okay wait 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 and again just because you're a Scientologist doesn't mean you can't be a really good doctor. I agree. I agree. And that's what makes human beings so fucking fuzzy. You know what I mean? Like, there are so many gray areas and everything. I mean, again, like, you know, Dave Portnoy is someone who has openly been like, I've gotten COVID like three times. Wait, this guy says that's impossible. Well, that's, that's, I wanted to bring this up so that we could have this discussion too. Like, again, what he said, I guess made sense, but. Well, okay, wait. That's not impossible what he said. That I I mean, I wish I knew for sure yeah. whether you could or you couldn't, but there are a lot of false positives and false negatives. Look at my brother. That's a perfect example. Like they told him he had COVID. There was no fucking way he had COVID. Like mm-hmm. he had no other symptoms that made any sense for COVID. Um, we all tested his girlfriend at the time tested. She had been sleeping in the same bed as you know what I mean? He tested for antibodies. He didn't have them. Nobody around him got sick. Like chances are they just misdiagnosed that one or fucking at the time we're pretending to do tests and they were just, and I'm not, maybe that was a good thing. You know what I mean? But they were just like, we're not taking any chances. Anyone who comes in sick, we're going to say you had COVID and then you're going to stay home like you should. Anyways, I'm just... Yeah. All this just makes this fourth lockdown a little frustrating. And it's no surprise the case went up. They just started giving out all these rapid tests at the liquor store. (laughs) They didn't even have them. They didn't have them. Some did, but... but They lined up and there were no tests. But these tests have been around. They didn't just come out. They gave a test to my son on his last day of school to take on his first day back, which he won't be going back. But good plan. Great plan. These tests cost $10. Where the fuck are they? Like, he had one in his hand. We should have so... I should have 50, 100 of them in a closet at home. It's starting to seem like there's some incompetence going on. That's all I'm saying. Well, this is the whole... This is my thing with the conspiracy thing is... One of my favorite quotes is don't... uh, What is it? Put to conspiracy what can be... Easily chalked up to incompetence. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing right now is that... There's just too many... Too many cooks in the kitchen and whether there is um, a conspiracy going on, there is also incompetence going on. There is no fucking doubt. Well, of course, like the government's too heavily involved for there not to be incompetence. What, what upset me was on Friday, they announced the uh, press conference was going to be at 3.30 and then it was at 3.52. Which means they were bungling. Like, I don't know. That, you, you that like, enraged he, you? He, he, well, no, just, this isn't. Maybe there was like. Don't a, have your shit together. No. <laughs> he, Doug Ford came out and said, yeah, I like that. I should listen to this guy. And his big line, which made all the papers like, COVID's not going to take a holiday, so we can't take a holiday. Like, it's just. Well, here's my. Here's my. a bummer. Here's my big problem is it's like, if this is really a medical emergency, a worldwide pandemic medical emergency, then you lock down the second you have the press conference. It's not, okay. In Sadly, three, unfortunately, how inconvenient is this what we have to do? Yeah, it's not, listen, guys, three days from now, we're going to have to implement. It's like, listen, this is, what is what does emergency mean if not right fucking now? 
Here's my problem, though, guys, and I, I agree with you, Matt. It's the same way at the start where they were like, yeah, we probably should shut down travel, but that would inconvenience too many. Fuck you. Nobody comes into the country. I'm talking about when we first. Yeah. And same with Omicron, I guess. Like, if you don't know how deadly it is, then you don't take any chances. Anyways, I just want to read you something from... Um, Dude, you putting these glasses on every five minutes I is want, fucking I just hilarious. feel like I'm dumb. <laughs> I just want to read you something because this is how confused I am, okay? Okay. Because we talk here. Everything you say makes sense to me. The guy who was on made sense to me. Joe makes sense to me. And then I read this. Okay, this is from Copenhagen. Uh, in a country that treads, that tracks the spread of coronavirus variants as closely as any in the world, the signals have never been more concerning. Omicron positives are doubling nearly every two days. The country is setting one daily case record after the next. The lab analyzing positive tests recently added an over... That's such a stupid thing to say, but added an overnight shift just to keep up pace. <laughs> and scientists say the surge is just beginning. As Omicron drives a new phase of the pandemic, many are looking to Denmark and particularly the government institute devoted to testing, surveillance and modeling for warnings about what to expect. The emerging answer, even in this highly vaccinated, wealthy, modern European country, which is why I brought this up because they're so close to the way we do things, um, is dire. For all the defenses built over the last year, the virus is about to sprint out of control and scientists here expect a similar pattern in much of the world. Point is, what do you fucking believe? You know what I mean? Whatever you say when you wear those glasses. And then even in Ottawa, guys, like I'm watching stores shutting down because somebody on their staff got sick. Everywhere. You know, like, Burling today. Like uh, that's the one yeah, that was, I knew that was about. the one you were talking about. Yeah. But no, Mary was telling me other bars and restaurants are like, we had a case. We're just shutting down. My dad, who granted is a worry wart. But well, he's also a doctor. Exactly of- what this said, which is. You haven't seen anything yet. What we thought was bad the last time, like this is going to be way worse. Whether that means more people dying, I have no fucking idea, but it's become enough of a bother that they're fucking shutting us down again. But if it isn't that bad, which we will only find out a month from now, does everyone right now lose all their credibility or is just like, well, you didn't want to take any chances. Do do you know what I mean? Again, you're wrong. You're just wrong. Well, they're wrong that they shouldn't shut us down again, no matter what. Regardless. The problem is the things they ask to be done, (laughs) which they think is going to work. You have armchair doctors deciding what's best. Like it's an an unwinnable war. If I was a person who was in charge of the uh, endless spout of money, I would make 500 more ICU beds in the last year, just in case this happened. I don't know. Um, the only thing he said that I was like, hmm, yeah, why? Is how the death trackers, you know, he's like the scoreboard was going up. And he was like, and again, I don't know if this guy's crazy or not. But he's like, it takes me like two to three weeks to do a death certificate for one person. But somehow everything was just in real time. And I, I don't believe that's possible with incompetence and with the mass of people. Yeah. Oh, just to find out how many deaths the, the were tickers from were going I mean, that I kind of disagree with just because it's a global pandemic. It's the thing that they're watching the most. It's kind of like saying, hey, it it takes 10 years to test a vaccine. Well, yeah, it does. Under normal circumstances where they're trying to spend only a certain amount of money to maximize profits. In this case, 
it was carte blanche to spend as much money with as many people as you need. Of course, you're going to get it faster. Well, no, like, the, the doctor I saw to last night explained to me that a lot of the research was done with AI, which is able to map genes 10 years faster than a team of humans would. So well, technology was actually assisted. And that's why you can't say how they get this so fast. Technology is why we got it so well, fast. Well, they that's also didn't make it in six months. They had been working on RNA... Not um, just that they had for a long time. Not just that they ten had years. They whatever. had SARS, Cove, whatever. Like a different. They had been working on a, a vaccine for that for like years. Well, that's what the lab in Wuhan was well, yeah, all about. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. if we were ten years ago, you, I don't it think we have this vaccine. Or any sure. Of okay. Uh, I see what you're saying. The AI modeling made it so that they could speed everything up. In, like I, I don't even know what they do, but it says sure. a human being sits there and maps this out. It takes a long time. We can feed this stuff in a computer. It's a lot faster. And so that's why anyone's skeptical of how this came around so fast. It, like you said, it, it is in a, it's a 10 year overnight success, but also technology is ramped up that these things are more pro possible. And we should be, that's an optimistic thing. That's good. It's a good thing, I think. And a good use of AI versus trying to do left turns. I mean, the real problem is just that like, let's say this Omicron is really bad and does have like, let's say this is the 10% killer that we thought we were going to have like a year and a half ago. There's so many people now that just don't believe that it'll end up being, if it is 10%, it'll end up being 15 because there's just so many non-believers. Like I remember you saying, even you were like, if I get COVID, I'm just going out to my land. I'm not even going to get tested to make sure I have it. I'm not going to the hospital. Like I'm not even I'll sure. Die like a dog. I'm not even sure Decepticon needs to be more um, Decepticon, more like virulent, deadly. deadly. It just needs to make more people sick. Those more people take up beds. That's the whole thing. You know what I mean? Do so because most of the but time I was just going to say they home, just send you home no treatment. If there are enough people who get sick, they may not really sick. They may not die, but they still require hospital care. Maybe not ventilator care, but hospital care that could then clog up the system. But, I, but again, Simon, just hear me out. Like the UK apparently has a million cases right now, or like a million new cases. That's not a million people in the hospital. Like no, I, but they do have a lot of people in their hospitals. Well, we can't. I don't know that. When when you have a million people who get sick, of those million people, some of them are going to be high risk. Those are then going to take up more hospital beds. That just is such a, a, a logic-driven thing. You know what I mean? The thing is, we won't sit here and I wonder. I want. We're going to know in two months. Yeah. If, if anything, if any accuracy exists, we're about to find out. And we're going to be locked down, so... We should be safe as long as we keep practicing everything that we've done to get us here on the fourth lockdown. Anyways. Listen, I, I mean, I'm really, I don't even know what to do. Part of me is so angry because I'm like, as a business owner, I got these vaccines because I see the writing on the wall of lockdown after lockdown for business purposes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you will not, it just won't work. You can't build a customer base when every two minutes they're not letting customers into your store. Like that it's impossible. And I feel for the restaurants and I feel for the bars and it enrages me when I hear like, um, they were giving 
businesses money who didn't actually need yeah, the ski, like the, the ski, ski hill the ski hill yeah i knew you were going to bring that up so, so they gave this ski hill money to help them during the pandemic no, the ski hill it's applied a, for it's the a money. private give people it's money. a private ski hill it's not like camp fortune this is like a private golf course it's a private ski hill so only for the uber rich you know yeah um I didn't even know this place existed. <laughs> like that's how fucking. Yeah. Well, we're not in that. We're is. not in that I, fucking I know, club, buddy. I know. But point is they, um, they applied for it, got it. They didn't need it. Nope. Spent all the money on new infrastructure to build new snow machines and then fucking bragged about it. It. <laughs> anyways. The last thing I have here is he said that there was a fellow Kirsch offering $2 million to debate vaccine safety. Yeah. Why don't we go? Why don't well, we no, go debate? I, I'm him? trying to find the guy's phone number to yeah. fucking get on right now. <laughs> See, that was a that was a huge, not true. That was a huge not true. problem. For oh, it's me. not true. It's a million dollars. Oh, okay, they could win a debate. Yeah, that, that didn't make any sense. That's like the guy who said, "Show me proof of uh, like yeah, levitation yeah. Yeah. or whatever," um, and I'll give you a million dollars. So, in any event, at the end of this thing, he sums it up by saying something that was inaccurate. Do you, you know what I mean? And it sort of sums up the whole thing. Like, it, it is true. This guy is offering money to debate people if they win the debate. He said, no, just show up in a debate. And I was like, what? Like, I'll do it right now. I'll, I'll look like an idiot, but uh, $2 million. Well, I mean, well, Kamar, that's what I was getting at real quick was like, you just want Joe to have, if, if what this guy's saying is true, you want Joe to have someone on who isn't shrouded in some sort of like. what I said at the beginning. This guy you get Sanjay COVID Gupta. twice or you can't get COVID twice. That's a pretty important piece of information. And it's the most for a lifetime. Hold on. That is arguably the most important piece of information, because if you cannot get COVID twice, then we have a much different conversation on our hands. We don't have to lock down for shit. Anyone who's gotten it can just go the fuck back to and work definitely with no impunity. vaccines, right? Well, fuck. if that's true and you've been a medical expert spouting all this stuff for last year, you don't want that. It's almost like the Egyptologists. Egyptologist, Egyptologist. Do, do, do you know what I mean? On, like on both let's sides, just sweep though, this under the thing. And like I said, we're going to know in two months. If you've spent a year saying the vaccines are bullshit, don't take them, and then they end up being not bullshit, yeah, then you, you look like an asshole. And same on the other side. And there's just like, way too much information, misinformation to go back and fact check everyone, and then now see who was right, who was wrong. That's I mean, how I feel. Again, I'll ask where, like, where's the money for this guy? Is he making money off selling books? Is I don't see there being like a ton, or unless he has a podcast that's making a lot of money. Right? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but the problem is politics. Like, we can sit here and be like, it's gross <laughs> that that it's so politically driven, but like, that plays a part in it. Like, this guy could be politically driven as well, right? He could be blind to some facts that he just doesn't want to see because I don't know. We, again, or he could just be bang on. The problem is we don't fucking know. He refused to talk about Trump. Did you notice? I Joe mean, he, threw he, it out there a couple of times. He tried to throw shade on Fauci a bit, uh, you know, passive aggressively. Everybody throws shade on Fauci. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, you either listen to this and you are enraged and you double your tinfoil hat or you listen to this in your rage that this guy's spouting misinformation. And no, I, yeah, I was enraged because I was so confused. I walked out of this more confused than when I walked in, which may be a good thing, right? Like if what he's saying is true, 
then he's putting those seeds of doubt and that's what you should do. You should be looking at everything. I mean, listen, lately I've been, I, you know, I've had Galileo on my mind a lot where it's like this guy was sitting at home thinking about Galileo. No, I just constantly, yeah, that's, (laughs) that's all I'm doing. I'm just like, I can't believe they locked him up. No, it's just the idea that like, you're like, guys, it's pretty obvious. It's all right here and no one believes you. And then they, put you on house arrest for the rest of your life. Yeah. He said and the you, world was round yeah, and, and you they end up fucking put him to death. No, they, what, whatever. Yeah. But the point is, is like, yeah, you know, I think that happens a lot more than like we use Galileo as that example, but you know, there was that black woman that uh, was against going into Afghanistan in 2001 and she was ostracized by everyone. Anti-American piece of shit. And then now look at her like we're 20 years removed and it's like, oh, this genius had the, saw the writing on the wall. Like everything she said was bang on. They didn't do anything. It's a waste of taxpayer money. We're not getting anything done. Everything is, you know, I would hope that, uh, I mean, it's not going to be, this is the last this is, Joe's got out of system. Now we don't have to talk no. about it anymore. No, that's I, just I, not I doubt true. that is, but just for argument's sake, as we do, it's it's Merry Christmas to everyone. Well, uh, the, 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 it'll be Christmas will pass after this. So I'll say it on the show again. Yeah, I was gonna say it at the end. A year this next year this time. What do you guys think? Do you think lockdowns will be behind us? We'll be on our eighth booster. Just, just, obviously, don't be right. Like, or or what do you hope is yeah, this time? My stepfather, who's very overly cautious about this, or has been throughout. We've bumped heads. I've told you guys that. But he thinks this is, this is, even he thinks this is the last throws. And next year, this time will be the most normal we've been since, say, the beginning. And I just I wonder think, what you guys think. I think if what Simon just read us is true, then that would be insane to think that. It'd be insane to think that we are coming to the yes. end of this. Yes. Because we've, we've been saying that for a year and a half now. And. If what Simon read is true and this thing is just fucking spreading like wildfire. But if it's spreading is not as, if it's milder, then that that actually isn't a problem. Right. And if enough people are vaccinated and they get their booster, I don't know. I I have no idea. I'm just asking you guys. I see it. A fucking prediction. Kamar, I see it being one of two ways. Either a year from now, we're all just sitting here like, thank God this is fucking over. You know, I hope we never have to deal with that in our lifetime again. Or it's just me living in this studio dirty and unwashed with chico like putting this out to no one you know just like guys if you're listening it's day it's day 246 yeah you know like if we're still talking about this a year from now i'm sure we'll be just talking to ourselves and no one will be listening because i hate myself talking about this yeah it's the worst and thank you listeners for tuning in and i'm sorry it's joe's guy on so we had to fucking do it i almost wanted to say just forget it and not in a way that I don't want to fight with you guys or, well, there was no or fight. disagree or, or whatever. I just, I'm, I'm so over it. And I've said, you're still going to have to, if you haven't seen someone in six months, talk to them about an anecdote about cult. You know what I mean? It's almost now impossible to have a conversation with someone without it infecting it, for lack of a better word. I don't, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Can we rate this? Um, I don't know. I give it a one and a half. I just didn't want to, you know, COVID. Ugh. I don't know, man. It's either like. It's a, either a four, a four or a one. Or a one. <laughs> yeah. So we'll give it a two. I can't agree with you more, Simon. I give it a point five. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, listen, if a year from now we're like, wow, this guy was bang on, we're, we're all just snorting fucking peroxide and shit's all good, then then this was a four. If a year from now half of us are dead, then this is like a the worst episode ever. I mean, whether or not this there guy was blood. right about the things he said, there after what we're like two years into this thing at this point, there should be at-home tests. There should be at-home things you can do. There, there should, and this is why what I don't understand. There is a whole mark. We are all dying for dying. We're all craving um, to feel safe. Yeah. People could be exploiting this like crazy. If you did like a, a nose cleaning kit, whether it worked or not, you would sell it. You, you know what I mean? Why is there nobody trying to make things for the for you to keep yourself safe at home? I don't know. I, I find that odd. I don't mean the drug companies. I mean like, well, I guess I do mean the drug companies because they end up owning everything. I'll tell you why, Simon. I think it's liability. I think you have a big, I think if you're selling something as like, a, you know, hey, this will this could stop you from getting COVID or help you. Again, if someone then does get COVID yes. and dies. Let me retract that. I'm surprised that places like Pfizer who are able to actually put the like testing forth. If it doesn't kill you, it may not necessarily do everything it said Mm -hmm. same way the vaccine. Right. Yeah. But if it doesn't kill you, I'm sure they could be making money. Like I said, I think and at home tests just on at home tests. Those are, those are now out. And, and my skepticism is those have been out, but they just are now coming out. Why? Because if you had that, the ability to treat yourself, you wouldn't get the vaccine. I mean, that's pretty obvious. I, I, no, I think it's more. I just- remain to say this. I don't think if they had mandated, it'd be. I said this last week. I think most people still would get the vaccine. Personally, in Canada, I really think that. What do you mean? Lots of people didn't, though. Lots and of people not, haven't. And it's. Oh, I guess it is kind of mandated. Well, there's. People are getting false documents. Like there's workarounds where there's a will, there's a way. Like well, also you know here, like you can go in and say I have a medical exemption, and they really can't do shit. You know what I mean? I mean, again though, well, you we're can't not be those assholes. You can't be mad at stuff like that though. Like the Charter of Human Rights. I'm not. I'm no, not no, mad I'm, at it. I'm I know. Just it's saying just, there the, are loopholes. But hear me out. The problem though is that we now talk. the The conversation points now tend to be like this sort of sentiment of like anti sort of human right. You know what I mean? Like. I know you weren't, but the the way you said it was like, you know, these stupid loopholes of like, you know, I, I wouldn't call the the Charter of Human Rights a stupid loophole. No, I, I understand it's people abusing a system in I, place. I, what I meant was this is what the government is trying to do. Yeah. This is why it won't succeed because there are loopholes yeah. that anybody can find to make it so they don't have to do it. But you think they didn't uh, provide these tests so they could get everyone vaccinated but you sort of think we have a right to get these tests. Like that, that's sort of underhanded. I think the tests are, you, people will still get vaccinated. Like you said, with the tests, but the tests are such an important part of so, making sure you're not going to work sick or whatever the case is. Those things work hand in hand. But I think again, incompetence and just stupid decisions, the same way they, they chose not to tell you to use a mask at the beginning because they were afraid for the PPE of the first responder. That's just a stupid decision on so many levels. First of all, it doesn't make any sense. Secondly, it's going to uh, undermine your credibility at a time when you need your credibility the most. Like, Of course. I'm just a dumb fuck, and I can tell you that. As we proceed, they are just racking up way more L's and W's as far as I'm concerned. 
I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. If you, I don't want to go through it, but that's how I feel. Unless the vaccine works, but that, that's then, not them. They, they just, they just got in line and paid twenty four times what it costs to give it. To <laughs> well, hold on though. They, the vaccine they need to get hold it to on. their people. I, I'm vaccinated, but let's call a spade a spade. The vaccine doesn't work. Simply put. It doesn't work like you originally thought it, that's it may right, work. That's right. That's right. Hold well, on it doesn't second. work like any other vaccine I've ever, ever had well, injected we're, we're in me, right? Who, ca- who cares, though? Does it work to help you from getting sick? I don't care what you call it. I don't care. Like, But no, it just helps you from dying. It a, call it, it a d- magic potion for but hold all on. I care. It just helps you from not dying. It doesn't help you from not getting sick. It helps you from not getting really sick. It curbs the chances of you getting I don't know what the fuck it does. My point is, Matt, I don't care what you call it. That's semantic stuff. You know what I mean? Call it a magic elixir for all. Well, it isn't. It isn't, though, because as again, it was advertised as take this and you're good. I'm agree with Matt 100 percent. Experts told us one thing. Yeah. And now without explaining, they are saying something else. They're not fucking experts. And again, Simon, it goes back to the undermine. It goes back to the undermining, like you said. But they're more expert than you. Hold on. But if they said I was slightly wrong, that would make me give them way more credibility than the way they're acting. Well, Simon. They are saying they're wrong. You have to get a shot now, three shots instead of one. They're saying they're wrong. It goes back to the undermining of the credibility, like you mentioned, where it started off with a simple, like, oh, no, don't wear masks. They won't help. Well, you know, we just said that for whatever reason. And now it's like, now it's like, no, no, this, you take this and you're going to be fine. We're going to open up and everything's good. And then, you know, a month later, it's like, oh, well, you took it. Thank you. But I'm sure you were sold and I was sold on the very first version of this virus. And had it not mutated into Delta and Decepticon and Omicron and everything else, maybe their original vaccine does work. Point is... Does it matter? Like, okay, I I guess for me, if they had said, we have something that's going to stop you from getting sick, but you're going to need to take three shots, my thinking would have been the same. Do you know what I mean? But I asked you, I asked you the other night, if you, if you have to get a shot every six months for life now, like if that's what this ends up being, you're, you're cool with that. Well, I don't, I don't personally think that's going to be the case. I think you're probably going to get one a year like you do the flu shot. But again, I've, I, I, you and I had this conversation. I'll just ask it again. You've never up to last year ever gotten a flu shot. No, but again, the flu. I'm not, listen, people. again, I'm not even trying to, I'm not but trying to know, berate Simon here. I don't know what has to do with anything. The flu wasn't killing people in my age range i guess that would be the case and covid does ish i don't know the numbers man <laughs> like i don't know maybe the flu kills more people i have no how, fucking how idea is there must be cases of people who did get vaccinated and the vaccinated killed them that's out there maybe yeah. it's only five people but if you were in or around someone did that like what perception out there you know someone who knows someone who died from the vaccine if, if they even got that information how anti they are do you know what I mean? That yeah. whoever that is, that'd be crazy. So also, Simon, think about it. We didn't have that. It's real simple. It's real simple. We we spoke about how vaccines are usually a money loser. Joe always talks about how these companies have to post. Uh, you know, they got to so have a three percent increase every year. Hold on, just hear me out. I'm just saying, it would make sense for them to be like, yeah, listen, um, you guys are just going to have to get a shot every year, and you're just going to have to take our word for it. Yeah. 
just as easily they could have made a vaccine that they thought was going to work and it didn't work as well as that. Again, just conspiracy and stupid human error. Sure, like, sure, sure. I, I, I can see both of those things equally. Sure, sure. Or a mix of both of them, you know? Yeah. I hope a year from now we're just, this is behind us. That's what I hope for. I just, here, look, I truly believe Join the Patreon. this, okay? The conspiracy, whatever that is that's going on, I believe has way more to do with money mm -hmm. than it has to do with killing off their own population. Oh, I don't think it's... Listen, this whole, like, they're just trying to... I don't buy that for a second. Like, this is like um, Bill Gates and the uh, stone there, you know? <laughs> Getting us down to 500,000. Yeah. Billy boy. All right, I think that's it. Uh, we are going to take a break. We are going to pay a couple bills. And then we'll be back. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Are you feeling depressed? You feel anger? Maybe it's anxiety, stress eating away at your life. Maybe it's a self-esteem issue. Uh, do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, uh, I had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s, and uh, it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help. Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, it's so convenient. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. Uh, you can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours. So that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. Uh, this is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, as well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions. Um, we know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. Um, no one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. Uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, there's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know. You may live in a rural area. Um, they may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for. So that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, they offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, as you name it. That's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, the website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, they have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E -E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by The Long Game with LZ and Leitch. We are delighted to bring you this new sports podcast the intersection of sports, culture, and politics is at the heart of the new weekly podcast, The Long Game with LZ and Leitch, because sticking to just sports in 2021 is simply not possible. Sports extends beyond what happens on the field, court, or pitch. It's in everything. 
which is why LZ Granderson and Will Leitch cover the expanding world of sports and how the events on the field affect events off the field and vice versa. New episodes are out every Wednesday, so you can head over to therecount.com or your preferred podcast platform to listen to all episodes right now. Again, that's therecount.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The show is called The Long Game with LZ and Leitch. Go check them out. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. Don't forget to go check them out. Link will be in the description. Now back to the show. We're back. Thank you to The Long Game with LZ and Leitch. And as usual, thank you so much to BetterHelp. Go check both of them out. Links will be in the motherfucking description. Kamar, can I get a name and a number, please? 1748 Beeple. Mike Beeple Winkelman, yeah? I would have found this more interesting had I not... I, I'd seen him on an interview already after he sold that NFT for $100 million or something. So 69 million, he, yeah. Sort of like a Bill Gates Jr. I wish Joe had never said the like thing. Because I could not listen after that. I was enraged. After Joe said the what thing? That you say like too much? Well, not only did you say like, but he has a sailor's mouth. Like, he said fuck every second word. Well, he said like every word and a half. Like It's true. When Once Joe mentioned it, I couldn't get it out of my mind. It was crazy. No, but he says it too much. But once Whatever. Joe said it, I just, it's all I can uh, He's hear. an artist, not a speaker. So uh, he, these are verbal tics, you know what I well, mean? Well, this was the perfect example of like, here's a guy who got famous. He's just a dude. He yeah. is just a dude, obviously. Talented dude, obviously. A, a very talented, well, we'll get to that in a second. Because I, I, this was like groundbreaking for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but I mean, he has nothing more interesting to say than you or you besides the fact that he's rich and he meets like Snoop Dogg and stuff. I mean, like core core. He is. He is just a dude. I, yeah. I was disappointed when he said, I don't even know what this art means. I love that. I wasn't disappointed. I love that, that, I love that to be honest. I, that's, that's my favorite. That's all of my art. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to have. Interpret. Well, and it's hilarious when you listen to people interpret art and then. There's like, nothing. To me, there's you nothing know faker. The artist. You're like, that is not at all the case. Yeah. He was high on heroin. <laughs> as an artist. Well, I just know that tons of shit and I'm not a good artist, but tons of the shit I that I that. do. No, I'm just saying I'm not comparing myself to people. Um, have no point. I sit down and I go and things happen. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people work that way. So he explained the NFTs to Joe. And Joe says he's thinking about doing NFTs. Of course he is. All of a sudden he got fucking dollar signs but, in his eyes. But for charity. It, well, exactly. Because we were talking about last week how I, the big McAfee deal. He gave a bunch of money away. Well, Dude, that video was incredible. I, I fucking... You know, make you, you I cry. fucking... Love Pat McAfee and yeah. good, good for him. It made, dude, it gave me like, I, I mean, again, you know, Joe gives me hope as well, but like, I don't know. It just gives me hope that maybe we'll make some money off this thing one day, be able to live off it. Well, we'd have to sign a big deal, but if yeah, I get Joe, it, but I'm just saying he was Oprah Winfrey, but yeah. if Joe did anything where he tried to like do NFTs for money, it would be gross. At it least he's smart to enough to charitable. see that. Like, any you you know yeah it's just a big cash yeah, grab for an already very because he's person. not an artist he's a, well he is he, i mean he, but he could nft his old art if he yeah i guess sure i mean well that's probably collectible right i it, mean it is hilarious to me 
everybody is doing NFTs now. Every artist that I follow or have followed over course, the past yeah. who were nuts and bolts guys, you know, yeah. paintbrushes, pens. Then when you could draw on an iPad, that started shifting into things. Um, for every one of them whose fan base loves NFTs, their fan base hates NFTs. Like even within every single artist, they're there are wars going on as to, you know, like if you sell out and go the NFT route and then I see guys and they like on Instagram will post these huge things about why I decided to do it with the backstory and this and that I've been doing graphic art for a long time. This made sense. And I don't care either way. You know what I mean? You do you, but like, it's obviously a point of contention. I mean, I think it's a point of contention depending on how you're doing it. Like, I think there's a lot of people that are using NFTs in really cool ways, like where you get a physical thing, like that CJ Hendry uh, chick, you know, she does the hyper-realistic. Yep. Um, she did one where you get an actual, you get the piece and an NFT comes along with it. So it's not, it's still traditional art. You then just have the the blockchain certificate Yep. That's like an additional piece. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it showed you like that deface statue. Yeah. Like that was yeah, super yeah. cool. I would buy that statue on its own. Daniel Ashram or Ashram. I, I could never remember how to say his name. He has one that like, uh, so he does these like, I'm sure you've seen this shit. It's like a statue where it's full of crystals. So there'll be like a chip away from the statue and there's okay, crystals yeah. coming out of it and stuff. So he has an NFT where as the NFT gets older, uh, the statue disintegrates more. You know what I mean? So it, it works with time. That, that, again, I think it's all about what, like there are people that are definitely just doing massive cash grabs. Like and as cool as you thought Logan Paul's was, to me, that's a massive cash grab. Logan Paul's? I thought something Logan Paul did was cool. The yes. two things that form a thing. The animals, get you get it, you buy an NFT, you open the egg, the egg has an animal in it. Oh, I you just You can thought, then breed those animals. I and they, thought it was a good idea to make money. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, give, I'm not, I wasn't throwing you under the bus. Well, no, you but said, his things weren't art. They were just mashed up animals. Well, it was worse than that. It was Photoshopped. They just took this, like stock photos, but. Well, let's go there with Beeple. Uh, me being an idiot. I thought this guy drew this stuff. No. And I wish Joe had asked him that question. That was the only question that the was process. burning in my head. No, was, can you draw Oh, if at all? If Do you have any artistic talent at all? Or is this all, you're just an amazing computer guy? Again, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't think there's any difference. But I want, oh, there's definitely a difference. But there's hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, there's a difference. In, I get it. There's Of course there's a difference, but I'm saying it doesn't diminish the nope. art no but i just would like because my know. point is like you might be able to draw incredibly well pen and paper and then you might sit down in the program he uses and for 10 years be garbage dog shit totally but let me put it this way when i would watch when i would see a beeple piece yeah <laughs> and i would see a trump face that's so amazing i would be like oh dude he drew that Trump face. No, and in reality, that is he just, not what he no, did. Yeah. What he's doing pretty much, and again, I don't know, I don't know how much, when he talked about doing layers on top, of, I don't know how much of his own stuff is going in at that point, but you're pretty much just playing like one of those video games where you're building an alien or even uh, a mod thing where you're building your character. Like, you're just sure. buying. Every time I... I want to paint a penis. I want to put a penis in this thing. He just goes to a site yeah, and buys, buys a that penis. penis. Yeah. I mean, Simon, but... Uh, I'll like, give you an example. Sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I'll give you a weird example too. This is a super obscure example. Um, in Call of Duty, 
they used to have this thing where you could you could make your own logo using predetermined shapes. So they gave you like a hundred different shapes. Some people became like artists using these shapes. Now, again, like I couldn't do it. Like I even watched like tutorials. That's how much time I had on my hands where like, how do I move these shapes to draw whatever? It's still an art in its own form. Totally. Yes, absolutely. I could input a picture of your face into a program trace over it yeah and then put my own embellishments on it and all that and it'll look like you yeah if i sat down with a piece of paper and tried to draw you it would look nothing like you because that skill is not in it. my skill set yeah. i was just wondering what skills are in people's skill set you know i think it's clear that his domain it lies within that like that specific like i bet he's not an incredible i would love to know that he creates know? a new piece Every day, yeah, he's done that for fourteen years. But if you go back and look at the first couple of years, of they're are garbage. Some of them are sketches as well. So well, that's he does it, something. And I wonder, again, like you couldn't buy as many gift things back then. Like that just wasn't available to you. Well, it definitely or? wasn't. But I'm sure also like there's a you know fourteen years. He's experienced a fourteen year overnight success, and he intends to do this till <laughs> a he dies. Fourteen year overnight success. That's a real oxymoron. Eh? Let's keep in mind too. In his defense, like like Kamar's saying, he built up this following over fourteen years, and when he released that everyday thing, it was an auction. So it wasn't like people said, "I want seventy million dollars for this." In fact, the original auction, I think it only went for like six million. The whole because you could buy a couple of pieces individually. And then they had like a couple sets where it was the everyday and you bought the whole fucking Shabazz. That thing went for, I think, six million. And then a week later sold at auction for 69 million. I'm still priced out. But again, because of the beauty of NFTs, he got 10% royalty from that fucking 69 million, which is insane. Again, I love Beeple stuff. I, wa I look at it. I think it's hilarious. I laugh. It amazes me. Seeing behind the curtain like that. Yeah, once you see how the sausage is made. Didn't ruin it. Definitely changed it for me. It it just changed it. I still think it's incredibly um, skillful and difficult what he does. And the fact that he does one every day. What do you think your output is, Simon? Of art? You doodle every day or Not once every two days? Much. Once a week now you Now that I have something. my glasses, it's actually been doing a lot more because I can see again. So you draw helps. something once a week? No. Uh, I used to. I used to draw a lot. Like I, I did a year of Monsters. Every day. Almost every day for you. Like 300 monsters you came out with. Yeah, they weren't. Some of them were terrible. Those are your your NFTs, man, one day. Yeah, Once you're ready to jump in the, the ring. But see, this is what I don't get about him is like for a very minimal investment, he could do that. Where is he, it minimal though? It yeah. Does it depend on the day how much it is? Like on where, gas fees? Where and shit is? Sure, but I'm just saying is like Simon could. Nothing to lose. I'm saying he would and at least break would even. Ruin his life. He would break even if not make some money, and it would take very little effort on his part. I mean, yeah. maybe I don't know. We'll I don't. It. I don't know how people find NFTs. If we ever get a big payout from this, to, to obviously from be motivated to use person. that for your. Uh, well, NFT. you're missing the point, Simon. Is NFTs don't work like that? It's like crypto. People aren't buying because they're like, "This is." I I believe in the technology. A lot of the time, people are just like, "I've never heard of this," but on the off chance that this thing fucking ten thousand X's tomorrow, 
I'm yeah, going to throw. No, no, no. I agree. So like it, I would go into some artist who's not charging a lot for his NFTs right now, but who has a name but and I would buy their thing. The my same point way though would, is you might, you might do it differently where you're like, I know nothing about this guy. I hate this art, but it, this is exactly because that's a lot of NFTs right now. I mean, you're probably right, Matt. I look at the way I would do it, like from a kind of. Yeah, logic staunch, logical point yeah. of view. I, the way the kids do it, I have no fucking idea, man. I have no idea. This whole world is topsy turvy. I mean, don't forget, most <laughs> NFTs, the most popular NFTs, are eight bit fucking characters that you could do they're, overnight. They're not though. The most popular ones are like the board eight yacht club. Those are all like way more work put into them than an eight. Dude, what's the crypt? Just as cool as yours though. Uh, I I haven't seen anything. That oh, it, I'm I'm not disagreeing that my stuff is just as cool as that. They just have tapped into You're doing it. the same way I, I don't understand Instagram. I don't understand any of this shit. Um, they talked about uh, camera phones and the zoom on it. Mm-hmm. Do you think at some point they're going to have to like stop the progress of the zoom? No, because the zoom, I, I don't, the zoom is not good. It's getting better and better and better and conceivably will get better that one day you could really spy on someone and invade their privacy do you know what i mean like yeah 10 years from now zoom on a camera might be crazy i mean when are we gonna see like um you'd need like 10k heat, heat and night vision on your camera and heat detection and you know i mean kamar when you buy a, a high quality lens to really zoom in like a like a 200 to 400 millimeter it's the glass in between the glass that gives you the true magnification they can't get that like what i mean by 10k is they'd have the only way you could digitally zoom in like that is if you had this the highest of resolution or else you get that that's why it's blurry when you, you zoom can in buy a little lens that actually yeah, goes right here yeah and that's how you would get that because again you're adding in the glass i understand that to an existing that is different phone. what i'm saying is if they're just if they're just handing you this base model without it being the highest resolution i don't see how you could digitally zoom well you know what they never did like we've always integrated into the phone give us more ram and we can do this they've never done a gogo gadget type phone and maybe if they did that you know like modular little like fucking microscope pops out so you don't want like a swiss army phone yeah it's all those things are tiny compact versions that's the technology how you fit it in your phone but they actually come out that's how you would get away with like because you're right, they for something like a lens, they need to have the glass. So they're not going to keep putting that glass inside the phone. You, that would be an outsource. You need thing. the space either way. It, it, you can't just put glass on glass. That's not. It, no, it would come out of the phone. Fair like enough. Like if you okay, ever sure. watched Inspector like Gadget, one lens is magnified by the next lens. Precisely. By the yeah. Next lens, I'm and that's not. why they're so expensive because the glass. But just the way technology goes, not no, you're probably here, but yeah. ten years from now, I'm sure they're going to have to be like, oh, we can't do Zoom anymore. Because you might be able to zoom into your, your cell or... Well, do, do you know what it'll I mean? be your eye. Oh. And it'll have transition. nothing to do with your phone. It'll be inside you. True that, true that. Um, have both of you guys seen Here Comes the Boom? No. Oh, my God. That's the one with Henry Winkler. I have seen that, yeah. But you haven't. I have. no. You haven't seen Here Comes the Boom? No. Mm. Joe what, Rogan's last what movie. What age... Oh no, I haven't seen. Oh, is that the the um, Kevin James movie? That's right. Oh, and it sounds he- like you know a little too Winkler much about it. The coach, no. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek as the teacher. Well, as soon as you said Joe's last movie, I then knew that it was a Kevin James. Well, but I he haven't. hasn't seen it. Do you have a backup plan, Kamara? Uh well, no. I think I do. We'll keep moving on. Um, 
he talks about here comes the boom and then he bashes acting. Yeah. As he as he does, except when he has an actor on and then he's very Yeah, then the craft is the craft. <laughs> as Joe does. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any feelings about Chris Pratt? I don't I, I like him as an actor. No, but that's just one of those things like everyone hates I've Chris never Pratt. Heard I've anyone never heard That's the funny thing. I've Chris never that's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Just like are we out of touch or is it just no, I've never multi-universe is going on in my life. I've never been like, did you see guardians of the galaxy and had some random person be like Fuck with Chris guy. Pratt. What a piece of shit. No, like, I, I've never heard that. I so. heard he hunts elk. That Christian ass. No, it was a, it wasn't an elk thing. No, it was whatever. A Who thing. gives a shit? No, I've never heard that. I, I, I just, sometimes topics come up and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't even have an opinion on this because yeah. I don't believe you. Like it's, it, it, and it's again, this minority, that is amplified through social media to seem like it's a it's an opinion. Out I there. think you need to remember too that Joe is just a human being, and he read one article somewhere that said Chris Pratt bad things about him, yeah. and made that an anecdote in his head. That's what he does, and then he talks about this one situation, and it could be ten years later, and his opinion could have changed on it, and he's still quoting that same. Well, God bless him for sticking up for Chris Pratt if he even needs that. You know, he's married to Schwarzenegger. Interesting. Really? Interesting. The plot thickens. So he's a Kennedy. Maybe we don't like him. No. Um, <laughs> Maybe we don't like him. Uh, then he called out the likes, which I thought was sort of, it, it was almost mean. What do you like, mean called out the likes? He says, could you stop saying like so much? Oh, yeah. Like, it's just. I know, Joe, let it go. You invited him on your show. That would throw, I think, anybody off. A conversation is starting. There's like a half hour in. And so says, I can't stand how you speak. And now you're trying to have a conversation and in your own head, censor yeah. yourself. Like he wasn't. He wasn't trying to censor himself. Oh he, no, he, he forgot he, about he, it right <laughs> away. But but it just it, Joe says how he just wants to make feel. Yeah, it was terrible. It was a terrible. It just, play. It just didn't seem like that. It's the last thing a reporter should do is put his guy at unease right away. Well, my favorite too is that people probably has like as much money as Joe, so he's like, yeah, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> you know well, I mean? like we'll, we'll get that it, down the road. It, it comes apparent he's not aware he's. With a hundred million dollars, <laughs> it seems like. But um, so right after he calls out the likes, he panics and gives him the present. Yeah, and I think that throws Joe off because, like, but how, Joe, you're a comedian. You don't. He, what is this? A medium anus? Well, like, dude, I, don't you think? Do you think that was over the top? It was just to say when you open this, you might shit yourself. Not that everyone will, but... No, but I think that lot. comes with every Beeple NFT, that yeah. you buy. Oh, you get... Uh, yes, yeah, yes, you yes, get a yes, pair yes. of underwear. It wasn't just for Yeah, Joe. I don't think it was just oh, Joe. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Then that's different. I believe it's like... It's still a, a stupid... I feel... It's stupid. It's a, yeah, I listen. Agree. It's okay. a cute little gimmick to just be like, look at how mind-blowing... I don't even think it's a cute little gimmick, but I, I don't think it was... It wasn't uh, just that one situation. No, I'm pretty sure that you get that. Yeah. You get a crate and a thing. Said, Again, think about it. Joe's a comedian. I think he would have sort of... Oh, you tried. Dude, think about how much money you're shame. spending. It's like, okay, great. I got an extra piece of underwear I can sell well, on eBay or something. that's what I wanted to find like, out. Well, how? you're selling nothing. So is it a lot for you to make a pair of underwear, Matt? to pay for a canvas. Did, did you watch the unwrapping? I did, yeah. It was pretty elaborate. I mean, it wasn't nothing. The thing is cool. I thought it was so funny that he gives him the Elon Musk thing and the Giga Chad, yeah. It's like Joe is so up Elon's ass that he can't even see that this is a slight on Elon. Yeah. He thinks it's like bigging Elon up. Well, we don't even know that cuz this guy doesn't 
He just creates art, right? I've seen a lot of his Elon shit. He's not bigging Elon up. He might you know subconsciously I mean? have a little something against him. I, I, if I had to judge by the art, I would say he has a problem with all of these um, famous people. Super rich assholes. Yeah. But all celebrities across the board. It's like he's not political. Like he's not a lefty. Oh, no, he is quite political. Again, you can get not away. Not according to him. Fine. That may be the case. He might just be going out there and just making a body and saying, oh, Hillary's head may look good on there and Trump's head may. I don't think so for those ones. Like it's pretty obvious when you got Mao and Hillary's head, there's a narrative there, you know? So you think he's a Trump supporter? Is that what you're saying? No, I think he, I, I think he's probably more on the left than he is on the right. If well, that's what I was going to say, but it seemed like he, you know, but he fucks both with sides both pretty well. Sides. Yeah. yeah, but I just, Equal opportunities. I think he's, I don't think he's non-political is the point. Fair I don't think enough. those, I don't think those ones are just, this looks cool. Okay. Did it sort of feel that then Joe asked him, uh, is he going to uh, continue to create a piece of art? He was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of kind of strapped into this <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. It's, it's sounded, sounded like, like a burden screwed. on him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That, that's what I heard. But I was like, yeah, no, I think I'm doing this for the rest of my life. And what, I mean, why not? He sits down. The success he's in had. In three hours, he makes a piece that is going to sell 100% yeah. for millions of dollars. No, the beauty of it, though, is even if it doesn't sell for millions, it's going to resell and resell and resell. No, nothing that... Okay, when I sit down and draw, yeah, <laughs> it is for nothing. Yeah. It is... Might as well for go now, into the wind. Nothing. Sure. But I would have to convince myself that at some point it's going to be worth something to make it, make myself feel like I'm not wasting my time. This guy knows that every day for that hour, two hours or three hours that he sits down in his hotel room to make a one a day. He just made a million bucks. We have That's why I'm telling you though, is you no, should do the no, NFTs we, so that even if you're not rich in your lifetime, that's when you die, They'll automatically shoot up in value. Shep will have a bunch in a wallet that you have stashed and he'll have the the key to whatever fucking... So when all the NFT fucking royalties go, it just goes to Shep. We have to buy some drawings off Simon, create an NFT and show him the nature of the way. That's the only way you'll come to, the, to drink of the water. So if you buy a thing off me, yeah, just not you personally, but if yeah. somebody buys somebody's no, let's say art, me, yeah. And then they can turn it into an NFT without your no. permission? No. No. And the second you give your permission, you get your cut. Well, I was talking to a friend no, no, about so that. If if you draw a paint a painting or whatever and then make prints. Yeah, which most people do. You do know what I mean? Someone else can't make a print. Even no. though you, even though you, you, you there's that's why you that's why you sign the print. Exactly. Yeah. One a of number. whatever like I believe with your is, signature. There is some sort of law. Well, yeah. Pr the, protecting it's, this. Yes, yes, yeah. So the same would be said for the NFTs. Then we just answered my own question. But I believe if you sell me a picture, it's now my picture. But it's not my picture to do something with. No, but you could sell that picture and all that money is yours. You just can't recreate that picture. If, That's the difference. If you, I don't have anything in here, but if you, if I gave you a painting. You could sell that you painting. You could sell it. You just couldn't make it You can't it reproduce it and then sell it. Yeah. Unless I had an agreement with you where you'd be well, like, I don't want to do it. You do it, but give me a percentage. Yeah, that's a whole different It's kind of like photography in public, Kamar. You are legally allowed to photograph anything in a public space, any one. And sell that photograph. No, this oh, is the difference. Really? You can you can sell it at a gallery. So if I have an art show and I've taken a photo of you in public smelling a rose. You don't know me. 
I don't know you. I have not gotten your permission. I can sell that at a gallery for whatever money I want. What I cannot do is turn around and sell it to Coca-Cola for an advertisement because I am using your likeness and you should get a piece of that money. So like my grandfather took millions of photographs, like legitimately. Yeah, that was interesting. (laughs) Is Um, he dead? No, I'm not. No, he just woke up. You just woke up. I'm sorry, Chico. Um, Well, his head fell. I was... And he took all these photographs back in like the 60s, 50s and 60s. And some of them are amazing just because he would photograph everybody. Mm -hmm. So he has like some real weird looking people. Yeah. So I could just take that. Yeah. Do whatever I want with it. No, again, you cannot sell it to any company that will use it in an advertisement. No, no, but I could make... But you can sell those photos. As many copies as I want. Go nuts doesn't matter that's why whenever you see someone in public being like i don't want my photo taken you can't videotape me you shouldn't be in public because you have given up that right the second you walk now private spaces are different that's crazy like if i walk into a starbucks and i try to take your photo starbucks fully has the right to say get out but if you're in a public space anyone can take your photo But wait a second so i walk outside onto the sidewalk yeah you can run up to me yeah take my photo and then sell that photo to, I cannot sell again. No, I can't sell that to a company. But if I have an art, if let's say I have a show going on, I can mm-hmm. sell that photo for a thousand dollars. Yeah. If someone will buy it. But you know how, uh, in film you have yeah. to get, uh, yeah. A waiver. Well, you don't have to get said same waiver. That nope. seems weird. It's art. There's a difference. Well, so is film. You could be yeah, making a documentary or a mockumentary. It falls under a different... I'm pretty, it's very peculiar. That's a very peculiar law. Well, I might have to double check, but I'm 99% on this one. Anyways, let's not get stuck on that. Go on, come on. What else you got? Uh, this was uh, recorded on December 7th. I think it came out a week later. Because he's on vacation, yeah. Because everything's just weird. Oh, interesting. Um, interesting. And they talked yep. about... Uh, I hate when that happens. Sorry, just to interrupt for one second, Kamar. I hate yeah, the when, chronological yeah, order when they give up, away yeah. something. Some oh, if they mention it, it, it sort it, of makes it less it, evergreen. Oh, it, I I would just rather not know, frankly. Because mm-hmm, yeah. you do a bunch of mental math, which yeah. means nothing in your Yeah, head. and I'm like, right away, I'm like, well, you don't even know this has happened. Well, th- this is the point. Joe also talked about the suicide pod, which I talked about last week yes, on the fire, that, the Patreon. Was, uh, but it, was the, it was almost at the same time, but it's so confusing. Uh, I thought I was way ahead of Joe, but I was probably spot on, um, which got them talking about dogs and dogs dying, yeah. sadness. Ugh. And then he's like, I'm not, I'm not really a, a, a dog person. And I have a small, like, I don't, I think this guy's blown up so fast. He's not a hundred millionaire yet. Well, what the hell is or this? Live that way. Do you know what, what I mean? What is this guy doing though? That like. He's driving like a Honda well, Accord. I, I, I like think we're in the middle of frugal with his money, so he's just sort of like sitting on it, chilling. He's sitting on he's sitting on like hundreds of millions of dollars. He has a really small yard in Charleston. It's, I I was like, what are you talking about? You should have five houses. You should have a place where you guys can go in the pandemic to an island. But I think it's all happened just now, and that like I, if we check in with a year from now, he'll probably be in a mansion or whatever bigger digs. But everything he was saying, like, I don't know if I can take care of a dog. Like, you can pay someone to take care well, of a dog. That's what Joe kept you can saying. Someone. You can pay somebody to pick up your poop. And I was just like, stop saying that. But at that point, most you don't of us have dog. to pick up our own poop, Joe. Like, most of us who decide to have a dog do it because we're going to take care of that dog, not just in the glory moments. You know what I mean? <laughs> but these are. Like you these, have somebody come are, and pick up your these poop. These are 200 for you? millionaires. 
I know. Yeah, so I know. It's just it's unrelatable. I guess if I was a hundred millionaire, I wouldn't pick up poop anymore. That led into people uh, asked Joe, which I, I I know we don't always like when the guys are interviewed, but what is the most important to you of all? If if you could only do one thing, and Joe said stand up, and I believe that's true. He said it a million times. Joe has made that statement a million times. Stand up is the one thing he cannot do without. Well, I wonder if it was. I don't know how this scenario comes. If it was put push yourself, you can only do stand up or you can do the podcast. Like I don't know what would bring that yeah, pod, I was, but I think yeah. I think he'd have to have a d- decision there to make. No, he would do but he knows he's never gonna be in that position. He would the, do the, both, it, like it, you it, said. It's just a fucking hypothetical. I mean, there's no way that stand up makes anything close to what the podcast does. Impossible. He doesn't need the money, so of course, if yeah, it doesn't, came it's down a moot point. To yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you love the most? For the record, it is legal to photograph or videotape anything and anyone on any public property within reasonable community standards. So as in children, children is where you hit uh, mm-hmm. children is where you hit a hitch and you obviously can't photograph anyone's genitalia. Like what? like voyeur photos, that sort of shit, that's illegal. But yeah, if you're in public. Very interesting. That after the uh, stand-up question, he then got into grill talk for the first time. So I was like, I don't know anything about fucking steaks. Joe comes back with, do you yeah, peg does, your, does, does your, your wife, wife peg, peg you? you? Yeah, I know. Just like, Joe, chill the fuck out. He, sometimes he comes off as such a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Especially you know lately. I mean? That's a more lately thing. But in other it's a Texas shows, thing. people are not as into things he is, but he's more understanding. Like, I don't think he liked this. No, guy. no, he, he didn't respect him at all. It, it, it's so strange, though. It's like... He must have... Something must have happened before they started where he said something that Joe didn't People like said or, something yeah. just in small talk. He's yeah. like, well, fuck this guy. I'm yeah. going to treat him like an asshole. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to... Um, Adam ruins everything, this motherfucker. Yeah. But it seems like Beeple sort of this dorky disposition that... He's been shit on by people all his life, so whatever. This is this is par for the course for me. <laughs> have we done the Matrix before? Um, I'm pretty sure we have. Because they talked about the Matrix. I don't know. I can go back through my notes. We can do it, though. Have you seen the ad for the new Matrix? We talked about this already. Yeah, I showed you. I even showed you what they spoke about. I oh, showed yeah. you the Unreal right, Engine. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. I watched that with Matt, the Unreal Engine. Thing. I agree that the Matrix should not have had any sequel. I couldn't agree more. Or it should have been a television series. A television series, they could have... They like, didn't have the... Now, the, you say now that now it would be perfect. The they yes. didn't have the, the technology. I get it. I, I understand. It would have cost them too much. What I'm saying, though, is like, if if they had just... If that had been sitting on a, a shelf somewhere, it would be the the ultimate series now. But the problem, too, is like, you can't think of a world where you haven't seen The Matrix. Like, it's such a... It really oddly is... I don't know. Did you guys watch V? You were too young. Did you watch V? Yeah. Well, I remember they made a remake of it. Yeah, but the original, it was so fucking amazing. Scary. Scary and like so right on the button. Lizard people, like mm-hmm. it's all coming to fruition now. <laughs> well, it's interesting. I had a discussion with someone at the club about how there's movies about everything, shows about everything. You know what I mean? Drug dealing, serial murders, whatever. I feel like there aren't a lot of shows or movies about child trafficking rings and stuff like that. And is that because it doesn't happen as much as it's rumored to be happening? Or is it because people don't want it to be in people's mind that it's happening? I think there's a third option that you have left out, which is Uh, like, it's a tough watch. 
I was just going to say, I don't think it's a huge money maker for well, them. Well, no, it, 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 it is a tough watch. And as I said that the next day, I saw Ethan Hawke has a one coming out where he abducts a child and torches him and stuff. Ugh. Do you see The Hunted or The Hunter on Netflix? What? Tell me about it. I probably watched Oh, it. the one with uh, Cavill? Cav- have you seen I it? I didn't watch it. No, oh, but I saw the... If you guess, it's all it is. It also is actually about child trafficking. With the so. hot girl there? Is that the one you're talking about? It's a girl in it. Stanley Tucci, Henry Cavill. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, there's a girl in it. She's the profiler. Kamar, it's the same reason. Oh, from the White Christmas, Lotus. The Christmas music in the basement. She's so hot. Kamar, it's the same reason you don't see a lot of kids dying in Hollywood movies. They just it's don't a rarity. Think that, yeah. Yes. So I watched nothing to do with anything, but just side note. Go I watched ahead. Gemini Men this Will weekend. Smith? Yeah, because I thought I hadn't seen it, but I actually had seen it. Um it's all uh, Chinese studios that made it. Okay. At the beginning, it was just like three different Chinese studios all after. I was like, this is so weird. fucking weird. And I'm like, oh my God, we're not going to see anything that like is anti-China at all in this movie. And no, nope, there wasn't. I mean, you don't tend to see a lot of anti-China in any movie. They will not mention Tibet. They won't. They, you know what I mean? Yeah, It'll yeah. be a clean. Uh, it would have to be someone who does an independent film who wants to make no money. Yeah, <laughs> and get I and look, be seen. That, be got, seen by no that's, eyes. That's got to be their <laughs> yeah. motivation. Um, we always talk about the predict the difficulty of predicting the future. Yep. And he asked, "Beep, what well, we, we have?" Well, if it was easy, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but then. It feels like Beeple may have his finger on the pulse for whatever reason. Yeah. We asked him what he thought, and he said augmented reality. And he, I didn't even think about it, but if you could have glasses that can make someone look like, like we think it'd be like emojis. Do you know what I mean? I could I could put a lens on. You could on be with the ugliest like girl Tom, ever. Tom Hardy. Yeah, you or, could be fucking or, a dude. Like If it's really, really good, if it goes as far as it's actually eyeballs and not glasses... What are we doing here? <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean? Well, you're talking about avatars. This is what, like, when you go into meta world. No, Kamara's no, talking no, about, no, no. Kamara's talking about you're walking around you're on bringing, this earth. It's just, it is projecting through your eyes whatever you want to see. That's di- that's that's a different So it's area just like beer goggles you can put on anytime you want? Well, let's say let's say you met the perfect Make girl. Day, day a nice day. Let's say you met the perfect girl personality-wise, but she didn't quite match the face that you wanted. But she's got a great body, right? So you're just like this one sticking point. So that would be okay for you. You could get by, but everybody else in the world still knows you're dating a butterface. You think that's never going to come up? Like, you'll be able to fool yourself for a while. Well, no, but I mean, maybe, what do you care? Maybe you can make it so when someone sees you, they see what you want them to see. They'd have to be wearing the glasses. If they're not wearing the glasses, they're going to see the real Kamar, how you, ugly he You is. just said it's but not even then, glasses, Simon, it's going to be our, your eyeball with a lens on it. Is your argument that if 10 of us were like, we don't find your wife hot, you'd all of a sudden be like, I got to get a lawyer. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying, Matt, is if you've deceived yourself, yeah. and then somebody says to you, yeah. um... You're like talking about your wife, let's say. And you're like, yeah, my wife is a 10, you know? I, She has the fucking best body, because she does, because it's in your eye. Yeah. That guy's going to be like, dude, no, your wife is a three. You can't, like, we're not stupid, you well, know? Yeah, but if I, everyone no has does, the goggles, no it doesn't no matter. One, it no only works if everybody but, has the goggles. It, it really, like, no, 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 no one does that. No one tells you. Yeah, that too. Your spouse is ugly, or I think, that, like... They, they may do it behind your if, back. If you're, it, let's say you come in here, Kamar, and uh, you're, say, you're okay. talking to us and 
through the conversation, we can see that you think that you're Tom Cruise or sorry, Brad Pitt. We're not going to let you go on believing that you're Brad Pitt. This is a very special relationship we have here. I, I believe you, for, but for, for the most, most people, people, no, no. I, Simon, I, have you ever I, seen I Shallow Hal? I disagree. I disagree. Have you ever seen Shallow Hal? Yes. So you That's remember the, exactly what I think this whole time. Yeah, you remember the crux of that movie was like, yeah, only he could see her as a hot girl. No, but then the point at the end, the guy was like, listen, you see her as this hot girl. She's this big fat monster, and he was like, listen, who's your dream girl? And the guy was like, Wonder Woman. And he's like, what if I told you that Wonder Woman wasn't the hottest girl in the world? And he was like, fuck you, Wonder Woman. And then he was like, oh, it just matters what I think. It doesn't matter what. So he was his whole thing was like, I'm happy. And think about it, too. Everyone has probably one or two things about their significant other they'd like to change. I don't. Good save. If you're listening, Halima. <laughs> well, we know she's not, but good save. Fucking what a romantic. <clears throat> My point simply is like, I, I don't know. You probably have like five about Mary you want to change. Mary has 10 about me she wants to change. So what's the fucking difference? I, no. I think this augmented reality is going to be way more prevalent than say Neuralink. All I, I think it's the same thing. Like the next big thing. All I'm saying, Maddie, is it has to be, we have to all be living in this make-believe world for it to be real. No. If no, it's, the majority has to be. Just like you aren't on all the social medias. Sure. It's, it's not like the world the, is still run by social media just because you're not. Simon, think about the guy that started, think about the guy that started 8chan or 4chan, the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. He's a perfect example of someone who like, in his real life, you know, you'd look at him and be like, well, this guy can't have much going on. But in this other world, he's this fucking God amongst men and no one really knows. You know what I mean? It's, we already kind of have that. And you don't have to live in that world for him to think he's the king shit, right? No, but at the same, okay, like here, let's put it this way. We all have friends. No. <laughs> Some of us have friends <laughs> yeah. who are, um, what's the word? Um, Ugly? No, I are, um like believe something about themselves. It's clearly wrong, but that's just the belief they have. Yeah. Yeah. Some people will just let that slide because they feel like that's the best route. Some mm -hmm. people will call that person on it because they feel that's the best route. That's mm -hmm. just, I don't know why I'm saying this, but that's the facts, right? But like, I don't believe I'm fat, but when I see pictures, I'm like, I'm fat or fatter than I should oh, be. Yeah. And you guys are slim and trim. Oh, no. So I feel I'm fat. I'm fat. No, please. Okay, anyway. When was the last time you weighed you, 200 pounds? You see your... Everybody sees themselves well, a certain We're the same way. size. That's what I'm saying. When was the last time you weighed 200 pounds? No, I've never weighed Ever in pounds, your life. Yeah. And if you wore 200 pounds, you would think oh you were Oh, my God. I would be so fat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm 200 <laughs> yeah. pounds, and yeah. I have to carry myself feeling away. We we all look at our, ourselves as an avatar, Right. Like well, when you look in the mirror, you see yourself a certain way. Well, again, it's like the Matrix. When he the first time he goes into the Matrix, he goes, "Where's the things in my arm?" And she says to him, "It's this." I forget the name they gave it, but you basically see yourself the way you want to be seen. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that that's an actual thing. Like yeah. I see myself from when I'm thirty. You know what I mean? That that's like my ideal time. Whatever, I'm making that up. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five or whatever it is. I'm forty four now. I don't look like that anymore. But in my head, I'm that's me. Yeah. I mean, listen. I still like. Uh, I don't know. I still look at myself like I have terrible fucking skin. That's weird. I think you have nice skin. 
Well, now, yeah, but like you go back like eight oh, years ago when I didn't, I, and I spelled didn't everyone. No, dude, I was I had it bad for like. I ever. knew a guy in high school who had the worst, and that I felt bad, but he he it didn't affect him. Like he got girls, and it's all about your confidence. You, do you know what I mean? I mean, listen, when I got teenager, girls looking like that, yeah, 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 yeah you, which was, was shocking yeah. to me. Things that you think are wrong with yourself, exactly. most people don't notice. It's kind of like, you know, you can sit around thinking, oh, I fucking did that guy wrong, or he did me wrong, or he thinks they this haven't about thought about me. it twice. Never. They've never thought about yeah. it. That's all in your fucking head. And all in your head. to the point where you can like literally make yourself sick yeah. about something that doesn't even exist. It doesn't even exist in somebody well, this else's This augmented reality is just going to throw another wrench in the mix. Yeah, listen, I... I I, I don't know how it's going to work. I think that there, I get what you're saying. Your eyes will be able to change. No, you said a, that. I was in the glasses. No, I like to me, the only way this works is that you go into a world. And in this world, we all agree. These are the, the new rules, you know, There's but no way we'll it all doesn't work if same. some of us are in and some of us are out. Then it just becomes like a, a, a 3d movie. But I'm just saying, Simon, cities. like, let's say, see, you're thinking about it. Like, let's say, um, you know, like, oh, I'm out, I'm out in the city and I'm with this fucking two, but in my eyes, she's a 10 and everyone's look like, you don't really care. Like at the, at the end of the day, you don't really, like if you're spending most of your time at home and their personality is incredible, if all you're seeing is a fucking 10. Well, you do care to a point, like example, um, <laughs> you, just because in your head, you're on a date with a hot lady. If in reality you were actually in that restaurant with a fucking dummy and your glasses on, uh, a sex doll, sure, and your glasses on, and everybody else at the table. Yeah, I'm not talking about a sex doll. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's. Well, yeah, you, but you just brought it to the umpteenth degree. I'm just talking, like. Well, did I? How? Or oh, I guess you're saying with the uggo. Yeah, I'm just saying. There's like. You're with someone that you're like, I love this girl's personality. Like, dude, I met a ton of girls where I was like, man, if this girl was hot, I, I would marry this chick. She just wasn't. Not even close. Shallow hell over here. Yeah, I, yeah, sorry. I just think we're going to end up in a more of a uh, Ready Player One scenario where we all kind of plug in. You become this useless bag of skin and everything is taking place in... I mean, maybe a yeah. new place. Yeah, maybe. And that new place might be exactly like this place, you know, but just different laws apply. We're just predicting the future, which is going to be very inaccurate, but it's going to be somewhere in between all these predictions. You know, the real irony would be if we're already in it. That would be the most ironic thing, oh, dude. If like if this, this was what we created. Imagine. Shit. <laughs> Simon's like, I'm bald in the simulation. Yeah, exactly. This is Fuck fucking horrible. No, no, but yeah. Fuck that. if you go outside of it, we're still cavemen. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like throwing shit at fire, each other. Yeah. Fire's everything. Uh, well, shit. if that was the case, like why there's disease, there's children dying, there's like, what a shitty simulation. But again, I go back to the simulation all the time because it actually like, in a way, it makes the most sense. If we if we got to a point where we could make a simulation and we, we realized like, listen, we've scorched the earth or the earth has been scorched for whatever reason, right? Like, let's say, let's say it's actually the year, I don't know, 7,000, right? And the earth has just naturally had like solar flares or whatever, but we figured out a way to under, you know, underground hook everyone up to this fucking thing to weather the storm. And we have AI just controlling everything. Like, you know, well, it's an interesting theory, but why not it just be this is our first run at it? Could be that too, um, yeah. We're about to... 
become way too big for our britches and we'll just destroy ourselves. Like that's just as likely, I guess. Yeah. In the year 7,000. <laughs> Are we doing the matrix? Uh, well, I was going to try to trick something else up. Um, oh, okay. Go ahead. Trick it up. They give a shout out to Toyota trucks. And I've said Toyotas are, are really good trucks. They last forever. But I thought Joe sounded kind of flippant when he's like, well, because I have wicked snow tires. You know, the state was dying around me. And I was just driving through the city. Wee! Like. He has like this souped up fucking Toyota Land Cruiser that he had custom built for the apocalypse. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. For the apocalypse. My favorite though is it's actually not because we've heard Joe on multiple occasions say if it's like true end of days, he wants to just go. So it's really just a like things aren't great mobile. I like nice stuff. That's what I, that's what <laughs> I think is about that kind of really. I love that too, though. The idea of a hundred millionaire while everyone's struggling with no power, ripping his land cruiser around the city. Yeah. I would just doing donuts on people's front lawns. (laughs) You're not going to need these rose bushes, bitches. Just over their gnomes. Because it's not me adding. He actually said, we. No, I know. And that bothered me um and that bothered me you did add the oversized uh <laughs> it, would, it would have been okay if he had just said it and shut his mouth yeah. but the fucking guy pushed it yeah. one step too far with the wee one wee too far which led into the supply chain issue which i don't know if is being addressed or politicians or government or officials or whoever is is trying to change it so these don't happen they talked about the ethical phone as you know, we talked about the minerals. I Hold think- on. You, you also, I, I don't want you to glaze over it. He was like, if Elon makes a phone, without a doubt, that's the phone I'm buying. Like, dude, you have drank all the Kool-Aid. All, just a- Every drop of it. Yeah. All remove, the Kool-Aid. Remove the Beeple digital cock from your mouth and let's fucking just take a look at what's really going on here. So this is my theory about Elon, all right? My new theory. Well, it's actually an old theory, but it's an, I've put a new spin on it. So there's a race out there called the Musk. Okay, yeah. Elon is his first <laughs> name. Musk. Is his last. That's not actually his last name. That's the name of his species. Okay, they're they're like Sherpas. When they come out, when they come out, when they land on the White House lawn, yeah, and walk out, yeah, it's just gonna be Elon's. Sorry, it's just gonna be Musk's. Okay, I like that. Kamar didn't. No, I'm just trying to maintain my thoughts. So they talked about ethical phone discussion. and if Elon started making America, do you think China would just be like, oh, you don't want to make phones here anymore? No problem. Yeah, of course they would. Are they that t- type of country? Yeah. You well, think what th- do you think they would do? Kill Elon? I, I think they'd do something to say, no, you got to make these phones here because they want to put technology. Like, but what are they going to do? I, I, they stop everything else. Like, I mean, I, I, I'll tell you what they would do, what they're already doing. They would go into Africa and they would go into the Congo specifically. And they'd be like, let's make a deal. They somehow would still want a part of this. It's probably the best thing that could possibly happen because they'll make the phones cheaper. They're like, oh, you want to buy Tesla phones? Now you can buy an iPhone for $4. But no, because for them, they're like, we don't sell iPhones. They don't like for them. They're like, they're like manufacturing. They're like, we give them to Apple for four bucks. You're the retards that pay a thousand dollars for them. It has nothing to do with us. I'm telling you though, what they, that's what they would do. They would go and control the coltan. So again, they wouldn't just. You don't think they're already the, doing that? They wouldn't just let the manufacturing leave China. Like. You know how China? We we went through this a little while ago. They'll look for countries in debt, buy up. I'll tell you why they're not doing that, Simon. Rent them. It's. I think it's beneficial for everyone if they just 
destabilize the Congo, which the Congo has, I think, the longest running civil war in history and the third bloodiest civil war in history. It's still going on. I think that's better for the world. And I don't, I mean that in a very crass way. What I'm saying is we all benefit in that we get fucking coal tan dug up by kids because it is an unstable country. Because if it was a stable country, they would know, they'd be like, we're literally sitting on 1920s oil. Like we have, <laughs> we are the only place you can get this. You guys are all so reliant on this, probably more so than oil. I would say that computers are more important than oil at this point. In the daily, think about the stock market. That's how the stock markets run. It's how all money moves around. I mean, I it's don't know there. if it's more important, but you're probably you need oil about to make two more, most important you, you things. Oil let's at least let's at least balance it out close, right? So if you're saying like oil is in many countries, and we've, we're now finding a hundred different ways to get it out of the ground, coltan is in one fucking place. And really, this is the only way they can do it. Like, well, this, come on. this this is what come I on. want to say. They figure out artificial things for everything. I've s- sugar, limbs, uh, everything. I've said I've said it. I've said it before. I think the the, the solution will be some sort of molecular manipulation that you could just make coltan out of graphite or, or, or whatever. Like it, it cannot be this thing that we're just, thank God it's in the earth. Cause I, you, you know what I mean? How we make synthetic drugs, synthetic anything. Like it, I don't know if that's 10 years away or 30 years away, but that I think it will be the. What solution. I want to know too is does someone have the numbers? What is the coltan deposit? How many years do we have left? How much coltan do we use a year? Someone has these numbers, right? Yes, like, and no one wants that to be known. It would appear uh, $34,000 makes you in the top 1% on the planet. 99% locally, 1% it, it, globally. It's weird how, like five years ago when that first, I think it was Occupy Wall Street. Occupy Wall Street was the first time we heard the one percenter, but, and we were like, yeah, and it turned out we were all one percenters. Yeah. So take a look in the mirror. Um, then they talked about cyborgs. What's the first cyborg you remember? Jean-Claude Van Damme. The $6 million man? You don't remember that because you wouldn't watch that. Well, I, but I remember my dad. Like, I remember seeing. I, I think he was sent from the future to. To Terminator? Is, is that not the first cyborg you can remember? Well, I guess, but he's not a cyborg. There's nothing human about him. Oh, cyborg. He's just, has he's just a pure human. robot. Yeah. Well, that fucks everything up. Uh, we, we had a discussion. Um, what do you think is the first horror villain? The first Dracula. horror villain. Okay. Uh, but, uh, or in, Frankenstein. In, in or yeah, yeah. Frankenstein. Yeah. Those yeah. are the first, One but the... more modern times. Uh, Freddy or Jason, probably. Not Mike Myers. Well, Mike Myers was first. Mike Myers first. I mean, for me, listen. More uh, recognizable. The thing is, is like for me, Halloween is definitely, but I would say to the general public, it feels like Jason is a more recognizable. I think Jason, because of the hockey mask, that has become the most recognizable. That's what I would say, yeah. Yeah, I was having a discussion. That's the holy trinity of. That's the three, Michael Myers, Myers, Freddy Freddy Krueger, and Jason. Because Hellraiser is sort of something. He he seems scarier Hellraiser, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think he's up there as the first two. Leatherface, he was pretty scary. What what, what one of the things is, is this thing wants to kill you, but there's no like reasoning with it. That's what's scary about it. It's like shark eyes. It's like Jaws. It has no feelings. It has no sensitivity. So I said I included... The Terminator into that because they was just like, no, like please, I won't do it. It, it just kills you. 
do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it I put, just knows that you're going to grow up to hurt the future and it has to take you out now. It doesn't even know why, it just does what it does. But it. someone said that's sci-fi. Also, the alien. There's another this thing just relentlessly trying to kill you. You know what I mean? It's scary. But we haven't done the Terminator, right? I don't think no. so. And I consider a cyborg. All right. Sure. It's That's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From Matt and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year. And the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E movie game. Come on, take it away, baby. Now, hold on. The movie game. Go ahead. I have to hold on. No, no, go ahead, please. <laughs> it's the movie game. We're Matt Simon. Go head to head to see what year a movie came out. Oh, ooh, how much it cost to make Jesus. and how much it made in the box office. Uh, usually it's a movie mentioned, but they. We, I'm sure we did The Matrix. You haven't seen Here Comes a Boom. I just drew a big, long, roundabout way to get here, and it's, it's fine. It's the holidays. Are we doing T2, or we're doing the OG? Well, no, we're doing the OG, and I want to say, I believe Terminator is like the Matrix. It should have stopped there. Oh, T2 was T2 great. T2 was way was better. Way better. No, Are you kidding me? Not. We should be doing yes, it T2. Was. It we should be no, doing T2. Okay, the, the, How about we do both? The, sure. A twofer. Yeah, we'll give, the, give them what they want. And I love that we, have, we have a disagreement. Agreement, agreement. It should have been one. Everything else. Two is... Whatever. Two, Two is cool. incredible. No. Not even a fucking cyborg, this guy. He couldn't even get it right. The technology <laughs> wasn't real. It was all that. It was the beginning of the yep. stuff. The first one, the special effects aren't whatever they are, but it seems totally real. Like th that robotic thing seemed real. It didn't seem like anything. There's no CGI. I appreciate that in my... I still think movies. T2 is like one of the best big budget films. It, but it was the big... Guns of Roses, this, the video is playing all the time. You could be mine. It was so shoved down our throat. You were in such an impressionable era. You could be mine was incredible. <laughs> Terminator 1 was way more scary. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So we're going to start with Terminator. Yeah. The OG. I have a year already, Simon. Okay. I have the wrong year already, Simon. Okay, I got a year too. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Michael Bin, Linda Hamilton. She was fucking the director. And Paul Winfield. Directed and written by James Cameron, of course. Okay, I got a year, Matt. I have 83. I have 85. I think you're right. 1984. Oh, my Ugh, God. I That's crossed the it worst. Out. Right in between us. Right in between. Right in between us. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Okay, I'm ready. But I, I consider this a horror movie. Interesting. Because it's so scary. I, I was young when I saw it. I would consider it an action movie, no? He just kills everybody. Okay, I'm it's ready. Just murder, murder, okay. murder, and it's just blind murder. No yeah, sensitivity okay. and no pain. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, I had uh, fifteen point seven to make and eighty four point four at the box office. Oh, I must be way off then. I said thirty five to make and in honor of all the killing, one eighty seven. This was made in nineteen eighty four. It cost six point four million dollars. Six point four. Six point four. Holy shit! I was way close. You got to think. You'll see the difference. It's in just the, in so the next one. They had to do all those, like Baker. I think did all those costumes, all the made all the robots. It was very minimal Anyways. on the special effects. There's a lot of people yeah. getting yeah, yeah. nine millimeter. Anyways, at the box office, it made seventy eight point three. Oh, nice, oh, Maddie. That was close. I nice. was so very far nice, off. Maddie. Ugh. Excellent ROI okay, for James two. Cameron, and that's obviously why I got to go ahead for the next one. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, that was the beginning of him fucking winning. T two. Because I think part two. I think the Terminator two is your first Terminator. You may have seen that before. Yeah, for sure. That's so. That's what it is. Okay, I'm. You know what I'm doing here? I'm going with the exact same numbers that I did with the first one for the second one. Well, I you're, you're fucking making, love it. You're making a grave error, sir. I fucking love yeah. it. Ready to roll. I'm not. Simon. I'm not. Oh. Hold on. Terminate to Judgment Day. Judgment yeah. Day. All right. Um, hold on. We got to do a year first, yeah. Simon. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lima Heldon, and Robert Patrick. It ruined his life. For 1997. I said 92. You're way off, Simon. 1991. Oh, Fuck. Oh. One year off on so both. I, I went with my 35, 187. Seven years after the original. Okay, I said 100 million to make and 367.8 at the box office. Whoa. And you just stuck it with your sticking numbers. With sticking 35, with his numbers. 135, yeah. 187. Budget 102 million. <laughs> Spot wow. on. Wow. But I know this is a, the period where all movies cost 100 million dollars. Box office five hundred and twenty point nine million dollars. Terrible decision by Simon. And this guy not even <laughs> <Yeah>. close. <laughs> I wasn't even close. You never that. know. Throw it out there. Yeah. You get lucky. Um, yeah, but this solidified James Cameron, and he could make whatever he wanted because yeah. he did make Titanic as well, right? Yeah, he was and like, Avatar. The, he is well. That cost way all, more than a hundred million dollars. After this. But this groundwork that he made has carte blanche. Yeah, he can make whatever he wants now. And I guess Avatar, he, he like made, Alien. and then he had to scrap it, and he Didn't keeps he? going. Alien? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Or no, was it Ridley Scott? <coughs> oh, that's Ridley Scott, Scott yeah. yeah. Good call, Kamar. He aliens, did Aliens. Aliens, Aliens, yeah, you are correct. Which you talked about a couple weeks ago. Anyways. And they talked about uh, Twitter toxicity. It really is. It's out of control now. I've just I haven't been on there in ten years, so yeah. No, I uh, I have to use Twitter mostly to try to keep track of anything for the uh, post show and stuff. Like that's the best place to headlines, and I use some other sources. But as for like reading what people are writing and stuff, it's just it's just lost. Like it, it, it can't be sustainable. And there will always be haters. That's what he was talking about. That he gets a lot of hate. Yeah, I, I follow one Reddit thread. It's a Bigfoot thread. Mm-hmm. And it's just terrible because there's so much like, first of all, there's tons of people in there just being dicks. There's tons of spam. There's like, it's horrible. It's yeah. horrible. Oh, you're getting bullied on That's there? on Reddit though, not on Twitter. It's interesting. Reddit Reddit just filed an IPO, eh? Yeah, Wall Street Bets is like, we're going to buy half of it. I, I think it's a, I, I think Reddit, the way it's its own metaverse sort of thing. People who are into Reddit are into Reddit. Yeah. Probably not into Twitter. And I think I think that might be a good investment. Oh my god. It's not financial advice. Listening to Joe suck fucking Is it Microsoft? No, Facebook's dick. Are you gonna get to that? I'm not. <laughs> it was one of the grossest things I've ever heard. I'm not. But how much he loved that commercial? Yeah, he said it was. And a then they're commercial. just sitting there, and they're like, "Oh, this!" And then all of a sudden, they just love it, and they're totally and they're like, "No, this is stupid, man." I but I, I, I'm sorry I didn't write that down. But yeah, Meta. it's. Uh, I think that might be a thing. Like he was sitting with his daughters, and he just enjoyed the idea. I'm just trying to throw him a bone. Did you watch the commercial? Yeah, it's not even. That, I don't think it's, it's that good. Stupid. I don't think it's just. It's, it's not stupid. that good. Like that's all you got to do to win Joe over. I think they could. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, maybe he's on his period. Who knows? 
Um, Weird. Once again, talks about fishing, and he's like, well, I'm not really that good at fishing. I guess I could pay someone to help me. <laughs> he really is the definition of brand spanking new money. Well, what is, I mean, fishing. Listen, if you can't put the worm on the hook, you don't fish. You don't hire somebody to put a worm on a hook. I don't care how much money you But have. you do hire someone to charter a boat to go catch a marlin or something. Well, that's totally You don't do that yourself. Different. It's fishing. No. It, 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 some sort of pursuit of leisure activity with his children, like... Unless he just teaches kids how not to draw and Photoshop so they can follow in his footsteps. You sort of want to give experiences I, to your kids, I right? I totally agree. And this guy has enough money. He just doesn't know what to do. Like he said, I don't want to hunt, but I like to pay someone so I can watch them hunt. Like, it seems like he wants to experience experiences, but doesn't want to... Like, he's, he's a nerd. Yeah, I'm not sure if he wants to experience experiences or he just wants to sit in his hotel room drawing dicks. No, he said... he said <laughs> No, he buying said, dicks. I, I don't want to hunt, but I like, to, I like to pay someone and go hunting just to see what the process is or whatever. Because I think you have to have experiences I to do I think he right? said that because he was on Joe Rogan. It, it seemed like most of the things he said, he said them because he was on Joe Rogan. He was Joe fighting Rogan. for his life to fuck... Oh, th that's the movie game. Um <laughs> <laughs> He described his stuff, and I thought this was the best thing, as weirdo perfect shit. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, the stuff is, visually, it's so crisp. It's so weird. And if what he says is true, it's just what I make, it's shit. <coughs> it, it, it's whatever you want to want to make of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, uh, and you, li you guys like that. I was sort of like... No, I want you to be saying something with your art or something. Like, do you think Banksy's the same way? No, Banksy is definitely saying something with but his I, art. But you be, he might, he could be saying it either way, right? Well, I think the difference is this. Um, if people was forced to put like a word on every one of his, you know, some sort of sentence, then you would really understand his connotation. Banksy does that a lot, so it doesn't leave a lot to the imagination. You you really get where he's coming from. He's right, He's doing a picture of a little girl holding out a... He, he, it's obviously on the poor, and you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's uh, no nuance in Banksy. I mean, there, there is some, but, but for, for the, the most, most part, he's hitting you over the head with his yeah, fucking message exactly. saying, you know, like if it's the, the lying through Vienna that ends up with the cop snorting blow. And, like, And so, in my opinion, so is um, Beeple. Okay. But, but according, according to, him, he's to him, he's not. Yeah. Yes. Again, I think, yeah, some of his drawings, for sure, he just drew. I think that most of those ones have a definite political statement, and I think he knew what he was doing. And and even I if it wasn't like even if it wasn't a um like working it all out in his head, he definitely knows these things are going to attract eyes or these things are going to cause controversy. If I use Hillary's face or Donald Trump's face, I'm going to get a certain amount of. But there, that's where I'll agree with you. I don't think it's political in the sense where he's trying to make a statement. I think he's like, if I do a Donald Trump Hillary thing, this is going to get 10x the eyes that uh you know some random face in a field is going to get like, i mean we don't know what his political leanings are no, we don't i'm just i don't make, think he knows I'm his making, politics man. i'm making an assumption <laughs> he's just been his room drawing for 14 years it's true and i think he's like i want to say desperate but i he's he's put himself in the position that he has to output something and i didn't even understand his process but he's just grabbing images 
and sees one, okay, I'll do that tomorrow. Like, I don't think there's enough time to form what this could say to influence. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. That production, every single day, Christmas Day, he's got to do something. Boxing Day, like, it's... He, he's he's put himself in position, but he's benefited from it. And um, he he should not read the comments, as Joe told him. It's he's, weird that he gets hate. as many haters as, as lovers. I'm sure. I mean, I mean everyone, well, no, get, but, everyone with a big profile gets hate, no, but, but it just seems odd that, like... He was saying the haters are like, when he does it, Trump is a pig. Yeah, they're like, it's all, all Trump people. Yeah, Trump yeah, people. I get it. Yeah, he does Hillary yeah Clinton. it's not people who are coming from hate on I get it. Yeah, his yeah. work, per se, like how but it's, Trump But it's is. them assuming he has a political agenda or whatever yeah, agenda. for sure. And it, it does affect him as it, I mean, on his scale. But again, that's like, Joe, he meant, he that's like Joe saying, I'm just a comedian. Well, yeah, you used to be just a comedian. Now you have the most popular uh, podcast in the world. You have a huge say in what goes on. You're not just a comedian anymore. Same is true for people. He used to be a guy who just drew every day. Now he has 8 million eyes on every piece of artwork. And yeah, you're not just a uh, fucking... You, you mean something to other people. Your words and drawings mean something to other people, whether you intend it or not. Uh, vis-a-vis the Trump, you know what I mean? Like he might've just put that out cause he thinks it's hilarious to put Trump with um, Hillary's head coming out. Somebody else takes that as either a front an affront, and somebody else takes that as a, look, he's on my side. Uh-huh. It'll be interesting if this guy keeps his cool and just plugs along and makes another billion dollars in NFTs or goes full Coney. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? Cause like I said, I think he's such new money he hasn't even had the opportunity to unravel, make bad decisions, or or, or go crazy and buy a house with a yard. Because <laughs> you sort of assume you would do the first hundred million you got. Would would you get a new? Oh house? no, for sure. When he was saying like we have this little pond in back, it's just I was like, dude, you could buy your own lake. You could stock it with fish. You could make it so your son just goes back and reaches into the pond and pulls out a fish with his hand. You know what you're forgetting? Though I think Unless I think he's being <clears throat> disingenuous. Well, no, I think we're and all. He is balling. I think we're all forgetting like a really big thing. He didn't sell anything for cash. He didn't sell his NFTs for greenbacks. He doesn't have a bank account full of money. And my point is like, it's kind of like David Cho taking payment in Facebook stock. Like people might be like, I would be an idiot to cash any of this out because ten years from now, this hundred million in ETH could be worth. 400 million a billion who like you know what i mean i mean that's the same with anything but it's not assuming that like all his wealth is in crypto still i'm assuming i'm assuming that he probably cashed out you know let's say a half million if he's again let's say he's a real believer in crypto he might he might be so deeply invested based on the money he's made that he's like i'm just going to keep living the meager lifestyle i'm used to and I'm going to have real money in like... And, or maybe he's a realist. is like, this could all be gone tomorrow, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Or maybe, again, maybe he's just a real frugal businessman. Maybe he's maybe he's like, oh, I have, I just bought 50 different properties around. I mean, who knows? As I said, only time will tell. But uh, I, he he was better to me not knowing who he was. He'd be way cooler oh, as, a, as a Banksy personality. I, dude. Nothing personal against totally. him. Totally. I it this ruined it for me. I liked it way better before I ever met this guy. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know. You don't, I don't want to know. I had already seen him in a bunch of interviews. Well, that, 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 that's what I said, and that's why I made this doubly. Uh, I already knew he was sort of bumbling. He reminds you of the doctor in The Simpsons. <laughs> um, anyways, and then they ended up talking about gender, which is just 
you know, if we get an episode where there's no no gender talk, no cancel culture talk, and no COVID talk, we could be talking high threes, fours. <laughs> coming on, come on. But that's not happening right now. No, that's and not. No. I don't know what to tell you guys. That's all my notes. I don't know if you guys had anything. Else. I give it a two and a half. Being very generous. I give it a two. I give it a one. It we saw did. Oz. And he was a little man. <laughs> this was, saw how the sausage is made behind the curtain, pick your cliche. Yeah. It just didn't have to be this way. And I don't think I'll like his art moving forward. Oh, fun. And, oh, this is my last question. Do you think he's going to risk of oversaturating the whole thing? No. I don't think there is such thing as oversaturation <laughs> anymore because everything seems oversaturated to me. Like, it's like, Access is key at this point. The more you can get your face out there, the more popular you're going to be and the more shit you're going to sell. I mean, that's just not now. That's not always. No, no. It used to be, though, Simon, like you really stayed in your lane. Like if you were, I don't know, uh, if you were a newscaster, you just did the news for 40 years. You weren't like, I'm going to start a podcast on the side. Yeah, most people and I'm never gonna... had to hear from people. Sure. That too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes and no. Like the Warhols, you know, there were a few that maybe made it through, but. I, I don't know. Oh, that's the other thing. And now he just has a whole crew of people making the stuff. Like, it's all very unartistic. That's why I think. But Banksy he, did the same thing. He could become oversaturated. We have no idea. I what think it's Banksy possible. Did. We're sur- Hold on. A lot of those shows he was doing, we know it was a team of people working like around oh, the clock. Oh, oh, he has a team of people. Up, right? Yeah. So, like, I, and again, when he said, Do you have a team? He said, I now just have my brother, the engineer, working on like actual sculpture type shit so we don't know like i still think beeple is just every night sitting down on his ipad or whatever fucking but could he be investing to set up ai just to take over for me the next three years you just produce them and That'd no, be no one's gonna know the difference yeah. you know what i mean well probably i mean his th- shit is so absurd it's like one day it's it almost is like giving ai body yeah. it, it is almost like uh, like when you feed ai a bunch of scripts and then it writes its own like yeah or you uh say Bigfoot to AI and it makes a takes all the big feet from all the pictures from everywhere and makes yeah. a Bigfoot. I just think that process, doing that. the process of creating every day, is the girl that got into the dance and anything else he changes. That's the one thing that will always be constant. As well. You see, and to me, I don't think that fucking matters anymore. I think he did that. That's great. He made himself famous, and he could do one picture a week now, and nobody would give a well, fuck. No, that'd be that would create scarcity if he did it once a year. From now on, he doesn't have to. Anyways, we'll see. We'll see. Disappointing like a, week overall. I, again, I'll say it in closing. I think the royalties on the NFTs means he doesn't even care. They don't have to be scarce. The fact as that long as can, they're being resold. The fact that he can make those things so quickly. Well, that helps too. Well, and it, and he's not actually like I, I. I really wish Joe had gotten more into like exactly what he does because I'm super curious. What if everyone watches like fuck this guy? <laughs> And they don't like him, you know what I mean? Like, does the art outweigh yeah, I the think likes the art and the outweighs, fucks? Yeah. Well, then the one million people who listen. Either way. Eight million, whatever it is. I don't know. I got to piss. All right, well, that's an episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, that's fucking incredible. You're a real, you're the true G. A real mensch. Yeah, a real mensch, as the uh, J-W say. Um, if you want to follow us on any of the socials, we have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're at, at J-R-E-E podcast for both of them. Uh, you can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar and a very special Merry Christmas. Follow us, guys. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. Uh, big special shout out to BetterHelp and to LZ and Leitch. Oh, sorry, I forgot. There's also a Reddit. It's r slash J-R-E-E podcast. And of course, the Patreon, where you can support the show for as little as $5 a month. 
uh, head over to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, for that $5, you will get the post show. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit. And you will also get a backlog of old episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show where we went back, listen to old episodes, and we do what we do on the normal show. As I said before, thank you to BetterHelp and The Long Game with LZ and Leitch. Go check both of them out. Links will be in the description. Um, and Merry Christmas. This will be the last you guys hear from us before uh, Christmas. So whatever you celebrate. When was Hanukkah? Did we miss that? Silver. Oh, my God. We're so sorry to our Jewish listeners. We apologize. Happy belated Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas. We will see you uh, just after Boxing Day. If you're American, you're like, what the fuck is Boxing Day? It's uh, the second Black Friday. It's a weird one. That's it. That's another week. That's another show. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you stay safe this week. We hope you enjoy your family. We hope you deal with the lockdown well. Merry Christmas. Have a great week, weekend, and as usual, keep your eyes open.